The following program is paid for and presented by John DeMassey. The opinions expressed are not those of Town Square Media or station advertisers. WPG Talk Radio 95.5 presents Talk with a Purpose. Join the conversation by calling 609-407-1450. Now, the host of Talk with a Purpose, John DeMassey. Well, I ask you, did you miss me? <laughs> Going to welcome myself back. Do you mind? Uh had a, a really enjoyable week, enjoyed Florida, but it was cold. It was like 63 degrees. And I thought to myself, I could have stayed home for this. <laughs> I mean, it really was. It was cold and windy, but enjoyed the trip and uh, good to be back. Uh, good thing I brought a jacket last week. That was, oh boy, if I didn't. And I brought short pants, which I didn't need. <laughs> so. But anyway, good morning and welcome to another edition of Talk with a Purpose every Saturday 9 till noon. WPG Talk Radio 95.5. The number in the studio, 609-407-1450. 609-407-1450. Do we have a lot to talk about today? I certainly do believe we do. So we'll talk about, you know, we'll talk about Trump and everything else. Uh, being in Florida, uh, was in DeSantis country and uh, was enjoyable. Uh, and he's in the news again this week. So we, we've got uh, got a couple of things uh, to talk about. But, uh, you know, I my, my last show before I went away, I had a, a bunch of topics that I was going to cover and it just somehow or another, I didn't get to them. And the reason being that we talked the whole show about Donald Trump. And he was in the news for, I don't know what he was in the news for. He's always in the news. But, you know, and I looked at what I was going to talk about this week. Maybe the same thing. Uh, this whole thing about... Stormy Daniels, this is coming up again. You know, the the, uh, the porn star and supposedly he had sex with her and he said he didn't. And he she was paid $130,000. Th th this whole thing, first of all, it's a personal situation. And, you know, there's there's really nothing to talk about here in terms of criminal. So here here he has he he says or they say he had sex with her, and he he says he didn't. Uh, this thing is called a non disclosure agreement, and it's common among celebrities and and, and people like that who often get into situations that they can't get out of unless they have this non-disclosure agreement. So here we go again. That is this an indictable offense? I mean, is the New York district attorney going to indict Donald Trump for this? And then he says, well, I'm going to be indicted and arrested. And so I think, you know, we ought to protest. So. This whole thing is just a sham of justice. And I don't I don't really understand why we're even talking about this. But then again, it's, that's all we do with Trump is talk about these situations that seem to come up 
why doesn't it come up with anybody else? How come George W. Bush never got indicted for weapons of mass destruction, which didn't exist? Why isn't why didn't that happen? So you see, it's it's that old Donald Trump double standard. Oh, it's Trump. You got to indict him. But the whole thing, again, is ridiculous, I think. And it, it begs the question, do we support Donald Trump no matter what? And here's the question of no matter what. Do we lose the election in 24 if Trump is the nominee and if a Democrat, whether it's Biden or anybody else, do we run the risk of losing the election? Because we've endorsed Trump and we support him no matter what. And that's the question I've had ever since this stuff started to happen. I mean, when you think about it, let's look at the record. Here, here's what, what the Democrats will have a field day on when it comes to Trump. Impeached twice while in office. The second one, 10 days before he left office. Then the raid of his home in Mar-a-Lago. Oh, he left classified documents. Oh, how could he do that? And then the so-called indictment and Trump telling his supporters to protest a, a potential arrest. So you see all of this in the midst of a presidential campaign. And one thing I saw the other day, and I really like this a lot, was Trump did a 10-point plan that if he's, if he's elected again, this is what he's going to accomplish. And I thought that was right on the money. But that's too few and far between. He doesn't talk about that enough. He doesn't talk about when he was in office, the economy was soaring. There was there was no inflation. What was it, 2%? So it's just, that's what I have a problem with, that he doesn't talk enough about what he accomplished and what he did for the country and what he will do in the future if he's elected again. So back to the question, do we stick with Trump or do we back another candidate? And I I know you're expecting me to say Ron DeSantis, but another candidate and any it doesn't matter. The point is a winnable, a winnable candidate. And that's what I've been harping on ever since this this stuff started. I mean, they just won't leave this guy alone. And it it makes you think that they're afraid of him running. But if if they're afraid of him running, I, I, I don't I don't see why they're they would be because they've got all this ammunition. So it's really it really boggles the mind when you think about this. That they don't want him, well, they want him to run because they think they can beat him. But then they do all this stuff to 
tarnish the reputation, which has already, I, I think, been tarnished. But do you see what I, my point here? It, it's it's just too much of this one thing of just hounding, hounding, hounding. Trump did this, Trump did that. Oh, he's... A, I mean, it, it's just unbelievable how they've trashed this man. And I don't know how he can take it. But... He continues to fight on. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens in the future. But I really don't know what this election is going to bring. If it's Trump versus Biden, who knows? I mean, people are dopes enough to vote for Biden again. Oh, he's all right. He did this. He did that. I was at dinner with a a couple of gentlemen the other night. They were saying, oh, Biden's accomplished a lot. What? (laughs) What? What? <laughs> and I, I didn't want, I don't want to say it. I didn't want to get get into this, but I mean, Biden's accomplished a lot. <laughs> like what? Oh, but I, I, I just, I don't know. I, I, I do not know. But I'm afraid that we get after all of this in 24, we get a Democrat again. And then it's another eight years of Democratic regime. And that's what I'm concerned about. Talk with the purposes of the show, Saturdays 9 till noon, WPG, Talk Radio 95.5. I'm John DeMassey. Good to have you with us. And as always, we bring in Seth Grossman. And Seth, did I read in one of your emails that it now costs $44,000 a year to educate an Atlantic City student? Is that true? Yes, it is true. And while everybody else was talking about Trump, and by the way, uh, you know, libertyandprosperity.com, everything that I am talking about now and meant to talk about but can't talk about because we always spend up a lot of time talking about Trump, but it's all on libertyandprosperity.com. And I invite everybody to, to visit that site. And if you like what you see, we have a Twitter icon and a Facebook icon. Uh, and it's so easy to share that post. If you like it, uh, please share it on Twitter. Please share it on Facebook. And if you don't like it, uh, please call the John DeMassey program and say you don't like it so we could you know, learn and, and change and, and maybe do something better uh, next time. And by the way, Liberty and Prosperity uh, meets every Saturday morning from 930 to 1030 at Sal's Cafe, uh, Groveland Avenue in New Road in Summers Point. Um, but but going back to the uh, the, the Atlantic City uh, uh, School Board, uh, what Liberty and Prosperity does is very often we see a routine headline in the daily newspaper. So last Sunday, the press of Atlantic City said, quote, with a boost in state aid, Atlantic City Board of Education unveils a $287 million budget. <laughs> And it went on to talk about the programs they were going to do and, you know, how much progress they're making and so on. Uh, but the press article left out a few details. And one of our Liberty and Prosperity members took the time to do the research uh, to fill in the rest of what should have been in the article. And if you want to see that, you, have to, you can't go to the press of Atlantic City. You have to go to libertyandprosperity.com. Because there are 6,450 students in the Atlantic City Public Schools. So you do the arithmetic and you see that 
the Atlantic City uh, Board of Education is spending $44,496 per student. Now, you may say, well, I don't live in Atlantic City. I don't care what's going on. But you should, because where is that uh, money coming from? Well, most of it is coming from a state aid, uh, a $20 million increase in state aid uh, over what they got last year. Now, how does the state get money for local public schools? And that's where you have to know the history of how New Jersey got an income tax. Uh, Years ago, people were complaining, oh, our property taxes are too high. So someone got the bright idea, well, let's make our property taxes lower by having a new state income tax. So we had a 2% state income tax that went to a 2.5%, that went to 3.5%, that went to 7%. And, you know, Christy Todd Whitman said, I'm a hero. I'm, I'm going to leave it at 5.5%. So we have this huge income tax. And all that money is supposed to be dedicated to, quote, property tax relief. In fact, if you get a refund, uh, it says property tax relief fund on the, on the uh, uh, property tax relief fund on your refund check. But it turns out that hardly any of that money goes to property tax relief for the people who pay income tax. Instead, a, a big chunk goes to what's called 31 Abbott districts, minority districts, uh, for poor inner city schools. Now, Atlantic City was never treated like an inner city school because it had all the casino money. But Governor Murphy has decided to treat Atlantic City like a um, like an inner city poor school district. So it's getting this huge amount of state money, which means that everybody outside of Atlantic City is and and, and these other 31 uh, schools like uh, Camden, Bridgeton, Pleasantville, so on. uh, They're getting a uh, they're not getting any property tax relief because it's all going to these handful of Democrat run school boards. But again, why is this being done? Well, they said we have to increase academic proficiency. Now, do you have any idea what the academic proficiency is, say, for math in Atlantic City Public Schools? What percentage of uh, Atlantic City High School students are proficient in math under state standards? Probably uh, very low. (laughs) 9%. Oh, my God. 9%. Oh, my God. It dropped from 26% in 2011 to 9% in 2021. Reading proficiency dropped from 41% to 26%. So you are spending $45,000 a year per student to crank out kids who only 9% of them can do simple, you know, arithmetic and only 26% you know, could, could read a simple book. So they're cranking out kids that can't work productive jobs anywhere other than the most basic labor or service industry. And then if you would tell the graduates, well, all you could do is, you know, dig a ditch or, or wash dishes, they'll say, oh, that's discrimination. That's like slavery. You, I, I can't do that. Uh, and, and so when you have people coming out of schools like that, uh, they're also being taught that be, if, if they're poor, it's not because they can't read, because they can't do simple arithmetic. It's because of systemic white racism, and they're entitled to reparations and employment, whether qualified or not. And you also have this culture of violence in the Atlantic City schools. So, um, you know, you had the, the, the riot at the, uh, uh, that, you know, at the football game that Harry Hurley 
covered, uh, uh, and and you have like these thirteen year olds are shooting fourteen year olds. So it's absolutely horrible. But everybody's quiet. Nobody cares. The uh, teachers union, which calls itself an education association, basically they couldn't care less if we're spending all this money. Um, as long as the teachers get their salaries, their pensions, their health benefits, and as long as kids are taught to hate Christians and Republicans and vote Democrat their entire life. So this is the unsustainable situation we have. And again, it's not just Atlantic City, because the whole state uh, is being robbed of the property tax relief fund to uh, reward the absolute failures of schools like Atlantic City and Pleasantville and Bridgeton and Camden and Newark and so on. So this is the uh, this is what I think we need to be talking about. What do we do about something like that? <laughs> well, that's that's the question. You need Republicans to do something about it. About it because, but yet you have the entire New Jersey legislature is up for election. You have uh, all forty senators are up for election. All eighty assembly people are up for election, and um, you know you would think that the Republican candidates, um, besides you know, screaming about the, uh, you know, the wind turbines and the whales, would be talking about this disgrace. But I have n- I've heard nothing but silence, except you'll, you'll hear it from a Senator Michael Testa. Um, you'll hear it from uh, you know, Congressman Jeff Van Drew about these issues that matter most. But you're right, you don't hear anything from the statewide Republican Party and, and there's a very, very simple reason for that, and, and that's because the, uh, the the New Jersey Republican Party is basically being run by, uh, by, by many of the same unions that benefit uh, from this. The New Jersey uh, Teachers Union, I, I'm looking for the, in my notes, the, the press of Atlantic City pointed out the uh, New Jersey Teachers Union spent $52.6 million lobbying uh, legislators during the past 20 years, dwarfing any other union. But you also have the electrical workers union and the uh, the operating engineers, and, and basically they not only control the Democratic Party, but they also told, control the Republican Party. And so whether the schools are a failure, whether the wind turbines are a failure, um, it, it just doesn't matter as long as they get their money and they've corrupted both parties. So unfortunately... Uh, we either have to get more active in these primary elections, uh, and you can't do it overnight. It takes time, or you have to move to a state like Florida, and which is what many people are doing. But there's no easy answer because the people who are who know about this problem, uh, who know about these problems, again, the failing schools, the failing energy program, and I'll throw one other thing out there, the failed uh, highway program. Uh, I, I bet driving around in, in Florida, you noticed a, a slight difference between the roads in Florida and the roads in New Jersey. Sure did. <laughs> sure did. <laughs> uh, and, 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 and for those who, who don't travel in the western part, I mean, uh, Route 40, when, when you're driving up uh, from Florida to New Jersey, and then you get off the Delaware Memorial Bridge, and, and suddenly you get off on Route 40, you're going from super highway to... Uh, you, you know, you're looking like Tobacco Road. Um, <laughs> yeah. you, you have like r- r- route, route 55, uh, which is supposed to take you from Philadelphia to uh, to Wildwood. You know, it stops in the middle of nowhere in, in, in Millville. 
And then you have what's called the highway of death, you know, Route 347, which is probably the most dangerous road uh, in the state, if not not the, the country. And, and where's our highway money going? You know, our highway money is going to fix the boardwalk uh, in Atlantic City, fix the boardwalk in uh, Wildwood. Run And by the way, you know what the most expensive um, uh, railroad per mile is in the country? Uh, no. It, it, it's, it's the... It's the railroad that goes from Camden to Trenton that has hardly anybody on it. But yet highway, highway, highway gas tax money was used to build it and to run it. So, but again, nobody cares, and you don't see any single candidate, uh, Republican or Democrat, saying we've got to change it. This is not sustainable. Um, but that's what libertyandprosperity.com is trying to do. We can't change it overnight, but you can't change a problem if you don't know you have a problem. So that's, uh, you know, that's what we're doing. What else is going on today? Oh, geez. Uh, well, of course, uh, Bader Field, uh, it looks like they're going to approve it. Did I read it right for Formula One racing? Uh, because uh, you know, when I was running for Congress, uh, one of the biggest complaints I had was people living within five miles of the Millville Motor Sports Park there. Uh, and, and that was a rural area. Uh, where you're going to be putting um, like a motor racetrack uh, in the middle of a casino resort city and residential neighborhoods. Uh, but, but the whole idea with Bader Field just shows how far we've come uh, or fallen as a country. Uh, I mean, you would never have big economic decisions made by politicians. Uh, if you would have a situation like Bader Field, you would say, okay, uh, the, the city owns all this land that used to be an airport. We don't need it for an airport anymore. So you have what, what's called public land that is no longer needed for public use. So it used to be there'd be a very simple solution for that. You would make a zoning plan where you would say, these are the things we don't want in this particular neighborhood. But anything else is permitted and then you would have it sold for the highest bidder. Do you realize that if they would have just uh, done that and sold it to the highest bidder, no matter what that bidder would have done, uh, the city would have collected more in real estate taxes than it's ever going to get by, by selling this land now? So, um, you know, we've just gotten away from the idea. We, we think it's, it's okay for politicians who, who have no accountability who are spending hundreds of millions of dollars in, in deciding all these things, but th they don't bear the consequence of, of, of whether it fails or succeeds. They don't make money if it succeeds, they don't lose money if it fails. So why would you expect them to make good decisions? And, and the other uh, thing that uh, comes to mind that we talk a lot about at, at Liberty and Prosperity is the fact that we now have a culture where nobody is responsible for anything. You listen to the radio, and, and what are some of the biggest ads you hear? Uh, for, you know, let us do your taxes to get you the biggest refund. And you may wonder, well, why is it that so many people are getting refunds? Are all these people paying, you know, earning so much money that, the, that they have to get refunds on their taxes? And of course, you'll find out that most of the people who file income tax returns today hardly make any money, uh, but they're getting all these tax credits. So I used to think that, oh boy, a tax credit means if you are supposed to pay taxes and you do certain things, then you get a credit on the taxes you pay. 
I had no idea that you could have almost no income and you qualify for all these tax credits. So you will have people who will be showing incomes of fifteen, eighteen thousand dollars a year, paying virtually no income tax, but getting uh, twenty and twenty-five thousand dollars a year back in these credits: the child care credit, to this credit, to that credit, the other credit. And that's what these tax preparers are getting their money for. So if you wonder why <coughs> you go to a restaurant and, and they're short on help and the owner saying, you know, I can't find anyone willing to work. Well, why should you work if you get qualified for all these tax refunds? And the other uh, radio edge you hear are the public service announcements. Oh, uh, we, we can't afford your electric bill. Uh, we'll give you a free, you know, we'll pay your electric. We'll pay your rent. We'll pay your gas bill. So there's no incentive to work. No one is responsible for anything. And uh, is this sustainable? No. Uh, and, and the fact that the banks are starting to fail is the first sign. Uh, why did the banks fail? Because uh, what was the main asset that most of the banks were that failed were holding? They were holding U.S. Treasury bonds that dropped in value. So uh, we're really facing a rough, rough situation. And uh, libertyandprosperity.com, we spend a lot of time talking about it. So hopefully we can make enough people aware of it to do something about it. Well, you, you certainly have a full agenda today. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we do. Just one fi fi final point. Uh, do you uh, participate in Twitter or are you on Twitter at all? No, no, I'm not. Well, one of the things that's, that's interesting is that uh, Elon Musk has really transformed Twitter. And uh, virtually all the stuff that you were talking about, Trump, has been um, on, a, on Twitter a lot. And uh, Trump's followers are on Twitter. The Democrats are on Twitter. And for the first time in, say, seven or eight years, Twitter is a genuine uh, forum that lets you know what's going on. So you were talking about that, uh, you know, they're doing this to Trump, they're doing that to Trump. What you, what I learned from being on Twitter uh, and reading all of Trump's posts and his supporters' posts and the Democrats' posts is one thing that Trump and the Democrats agree on, uh, and, and that's that Trump should be front-page news every day or, or as often as possible because the Democrats want Trump as headline news um, you know, because they think he has such a negative Im image, they could use Trump in the headlines every day to sink Republicans. And of course, Trump wants to be front page news because he thinks if he's front page news every day, that's going to guarantee that that he's going to get the nomination and get to run. So in many ways, they both have something in common. And what Trump does uh, on Twitter and anyone who, who follows Twitter knows that Trump will deliberately say something so outrageous that the Democrats have to deal with it. And then the Democrats deal with it, and then Trump says, well, I'm a victim. Uh, you have to rally to my defense. So it's very interesting watching this play out on Twitter, uh, really Trump and the Democrats using each other to guarantee that Trump is front-page news uh, every day. Uh, and I think that may explain uh, what's going on. If you, you log on to Twitter, I think you'll, you'll see that. Good stuff, Seth.
All right. Well, I'm late for my own meeting. Okay. Let, let me head out uh, <laughs> okay. at the Salas Cafe, libertyandprosperity.com. Thank you. Thank you, Seth. Seth Grossman, Liberty and Prosperity is the group. Libertyandprosperity.com is the website. And, of course, he makes his regular appearance here every week on Talk With a Purpose. And that's the name of the show, Talk With a Purpose, Saturdays 9 till noon, WPG, Talk Radio 95.5. I'm John DeMassey. We will uh, have more Talk With a Purpose after these words. Are you confused about when to take Social Security? Are you concerned about paying high taxes in retirement? Are you tired of losing money? Don't you wish you could be protected from the ups and downs of today's economy? You can by attending a free workshop given by Joe Yakovich of JML Financial Group. You've heard Joe on the radio for many years, and now you can hear him in person discuss his strategies for protecting your money and keeping it where you don't lose. The workshop will be held at Stockton University on Wednesday, March. March 29th at 6.30. Learn how Joe Yakovich and his team can help you sleep better at night by not worrying about your nest egg. You'll also receive a complimentary Social Security planning guide. That's Joe Yakovich and JML Financial Group's workshop Wednesday, March 29th at 6.30 at Stockton University. To register, call 856-751-1771, 856-751-1771, or jmlfinancialgroup.com. The Bernie Friedenberg World War II Memorial will be unveiled in Atlantic City sometime in the near future. The memorial will be located in O'Donnell Park in Atlantic City, in close proximity to both the World War I Memorial and Stockton University. Bernie Friedenberg, a Silver Star recipient for his heroism on Omaha Beach on D-Day, will be honored with this memorial. In fact, the memorial will be unveiled on D-Day, June 6, 2023. Donations for this worthwhile cause are now being accepted. For more information or to donate, contact Bernie Friedenberg World War II Memorial, P.O. Box 652, Brigantine, New Jersey, 08203. Or you can donate online at Bernie Friedenberg World War II Memorial.com. Back here on Talk with a Purpose, 609-407-1450 is our number here in the studio, 609-407-1450. We will get started with John in Ocean City. John, good morning. Welcome to Talk with a Purpose. Yes, good morning. Now, uh, Murphy wouldn't uh, direct monies toward, uh, he wouldn't direct, um, or rather he wouldn't put the, the uh, Atlantic City uh, public school system at the teeth of uh, government assistance. No. He'd rather siphon off that casino money into the pockets of his uh, uh, Goldman Sachs boys. No, he wouldn't do that, right? No, uh, no, not at all. <laughs> right. Now, George Washington, our president, our first president, father of our country, there are some people that have a problem with him saying that the, that, that traditional belief that he bowed his knee at Valley Forge. Now, he was a very proud man, and he was a church-going Christian. He had high morals, but he was very proud. So... When, uh, when it would come to, uh, he would go to, he was a, a church goer, a regular church goer. But when it came to taking, uh, the, uh, the host, he would leave. He wouldn't bow his knee. So that sounds like George Washington. However, people that say he didn't bow his knee and die forward understand that the, uh, when the Brits were toasting each other in Philly with the Tories and that, they, they could have, they could have found his soldiers just by following the blood trail in the snow. So there, there were people that were actually starving to death. They were dying from hypothermia. And they were and so yeah, I can see George Washington bowing his knee to to the Lord, you know, for help. So we're not really told real history; we're told kind of a a version of what they want us to hear. And that's that's what I believe. But I believe that we are in the spiritual dilemma. I believe now. History, George, uh, and actually, uh, Tom, uh, I'm trying to get my name right. Mark Twain, 
Daniel Clemens had said that history doesn't necessarily repeat itself, repeat itself, but it rhymes. I say it does both because they then good came over the boats. Uh, there's 25 expeditions that came over on the Mayflower expeditions. It was good and bad. In fact, it was the Christians escaping severe persecution in Europe that braved the cold winters and starved and barely made it. And they established what the they established the uh, groundwork for the bad to come over. The bad didn't come over until everything was settled. And then the bad came over too, and they came over by the boatloads, that's for sure. And yeah, the people that were behind slavery, disenfranchised uh, Native American Indians, et cetera, all, you know, all stuff that's anti-Constitution. It's all anti-Constitution. And yeah, we, we need to have a spiritually, we, haven't, we need to have a third uh, Great Awakening because the first Great Awakening was uh, Jonathan Edwards, a John Wesleyan Methodist circuit preacher who preached sinners in the hands of an angry God and colonial Americans in the thousands came to believe in Christ. And that's real history. That's not some aluminum foil, aluminum foil rap nonsense. And then the second one was uh, William, uh, Captain William Morgan who was murdered trying to escape into Canada because he wouldn't keep his mouth shut because the brotherhood that he belonged to uh, were actually, uh, you couldn't testify against a brother Mason even in a court of law of being committed treason or murder. And he said, "You bet. You remember your oath that you know we know where you we know where you live. And we'll find you." And he didn't keep his mouth shut, so he he, he uh, teamed up with a, a disgruntled ex mason who owned a printing press, and that man's printing press was burned to the ground, and and uh, William Morgan was murdered. Now that led to the anti-Masonic party. This is all real. This is real history, not his story, from uh, 1826 to 1848, and it also led to the Second Great Awakening. So I don't want I don't want this this a hole this this guy in our White House here having Russian nukes on our heads, man. Because it's all coming out in the wash that we're making enemies for ourselves around the world. You know what I mean? Uh, I, if I was a European, I wouldn't dig America's act because that that gas was coming through the Baltic Sea and it was warming my house, and I was able to cook my food with it. And now it's been, now now I find out that the Americans blew it up. And I'm talking about Americans that don't even belong in office. These these people would have never made it in colonial America. Uh, I mean, not constitutional America, rather. They would have been, uh, I'm not going to say what should have been done, what should be done to these people here. <laughs> but I tell you what, though, we, we can vote these a-holes out. Thanks. Thanks, John. Yeah, I, I, I hope we do vote them out. I'm worried, though. As I've said many times, people are dopes. You don't know who they're going to vote for. Look, they voted for Biden. Talk with the purpose of the show, Saturdays 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. We'll uh, talk to Craig after the break, and maybe we'll talk to you at 609-407-1450. I'm John DeMassey. More talk with a purpose in just a moment. But first, you know, I, I was talking to my niece the other day, and I said, you know, looking at the calendar, Easter is two weeks away. What are we doing for Easter? She said, well, why don't we cook? And I said, why don't we go to B.F. Mazio to get the holiday sides? Sounds good. And that's what we're going to do. B.F. Mazio, of course, the finest fresh fruit and produce you'll find anywhere. And you'll find a whole variety of holiday sides that, you know, you do the meal, they'll do the rest. It's, it's as simple as that. B.F. Mazio, 601 New Road in Northfield. As I said, the finest fresh fruit and produce anywhere. Eight years in a row, they have gotten best of the press for best gift baskets, and this year, best produce store. So you know they are second to none when it comes to that. 
And the other thing that I wanted to mention, you know, you don't see a lot of your relatives because they may be far and wide, as mine are. So what you do is you send them a gift basket. And and that really, and it's really a nice gift basket. And, and you'll not find those kind of uh, things anywhere. So BF Mazio is the place to go. Ch- uh, 601 New Road in Northfield. And online at bfmazio.com. But holiday sides, you got a variety of that just i mean a a ton of holiday sides 601 new road in northfield is the place bf mazio is the store and they're online at bfmazio.com that's bfmazio.com we will be back with more of talk with a purpose in just a moment if you're interested in driving one of the finest automobiles on the market today, then you'll want to check out all of the fabulous new and pre-owned Lexus at Lexus of Atlantic City. Lexus of Atlantic City, 3169 Fire Road and EHT. Driving a Lexus is like no other vehicle on the market. Test drive one for yourself at Lexus of Atlantic City. Whether it's new or pre-owned, you'll be more than satisfied. In fact, Lexus is consistently number one when it comes to customer satisfaction. Visit Lexus of Atlantic City, 3169 Fire Road and EHT. Or you can check Check out their outstanding selection of new, pre-owned, and L-certified pre-owned vehicles on their website, LexusofAtlanticCity.com. That's LexusofAtlanticCity.com. Or, if you want more information, call 609-641-0008. Lexus of Atlantic City, now celebrating their 26th year in the area. A dealership that you'll enjoy. No pressure, no gimmicks, no hassle, no hype. Lexus of Atlantic City, 3169 Fire Road and EHT. And remember, always online at LexusofAtlanticCity.com. Your WPG Talk Radio 95.5 AccuWeather forecast for South Jersey. Periods of rain through the day today, breezy with southeast winds 10 to 20 miles an hour and the high today 61. A shower or thunderstorm early tonight, otherwise it's cloudy, breezy and mild. We're going down to 50. Tomorrow's a sunny, breezy day. Nice way to end the weekend with a high 67. Sunshine followed by clouds on Monday, maybe a shower, the high 58. I'm AccuWeather's Rose Tamburino on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Back here on Talk With a Purpose, if you want to email me during the week, jdadv1 at comcast.net. jdadv1 at comcast.net. Email me anything you like, programs, suggestions. And all kinds of things that I get on the via email, jdadv1 at comcast.net. That's the email address. It's Talk With a Purpose every Saturday, 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Let's talk to Craig in Northfield. Craig, good morning. Welcome. Well, good morning, John, and welcome back. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I just want to, um, I know that uh, you're down in Florida and, you know, you come down there and, you, you know, after leaving New Jersey, you go down there, you feel like, you know, uh, probably 200 pounds came off your shoulder in taxes. <laughs> yeah, that's about true. <laughs> that is so, true. Yeah. We're going to travel at about the, we're going to speed today. So I hope the state okay. police don't give me a ticket. We're going to put the shield out because we're going to go 95 miles an hour here. With, we're going to start off with Zelensky. Did you see the new car he got? Boy, oh boy. <laughs> America, you paid for his car. It's not a, it's not a military Jeep. It's not a tank. But it is, it's khaki and brown, so it might be able to make it through the woods. Did you see that car? Is it, What's that worth, about 400000 at least? It, it's the Rolls Royce. Oh. It's the Phantom. Oh, the Phantom. yeah. I mean, yeah. the Phantom. 
anthem. It came from our money. United States taxpayers bought a a English car for Zelensky, in my opinion. Oh my God! Oh, right? Yes. Not to feed the poor people that are, don't have our electric or give people clothes to stay warm. But in the meantime, don't worry. He's got the people that want to go to church. He closed the churches. They got to pray outside. They're standing outside to pray. This is the man that goes for freedom. Uh, yeah. Just remember that. Yeah. Okay. okay? So let's, let's, we're going international here. I got to tell you, we're going to move over to France. How about that? That Macron, Emmanuel's got tight pants now. Did you see what's going on over there, John? No, I, I didn't. I, I, I was on vacation this week, so I took uh, a break from... Well, let me tell you, he's, <laughs> he's, he might be going on a permanent vacation in, you ready? Yeah. Exile. Exile. Wow. The unions, are the riots in France right now, people, are crazy. Uh, just so you understand what goes on, the people in France were given they don't have to work after 62. They want to make it 67. The unions are going crazy. And some of the police are saying, you know what? We're not going to defend this. Okay, we're moving on here. Um, Saudi Arabia. Did you see anybody go on YouTube and you could see how our president and vice president's being mimicked? It's it's humiliating at best. That's all I could say. Yeah. I, I mean, well, did you see that, John? No, I didn't see that either. You're coming oh, up no, with all kinds of things I, I haven't seen. You know, that's, uh, uh, tell us more about this. Okay, well, he's at the podium and he's lost and Pam, Pamela is trying to direct them. And, you know, it's you have to see it, people. Just <laughs> plug it in because we got to move on. Um, so we're going to move on to... DeSantis. Did you see those polls? Yeah. Yeah, I saw them. What's saw going them. on with the polls, John? Well, okay. I, I know that you're going to gloat. You know. Of course you, I'm gloating. You're going to gloat. But I, all I can say is, for you and for everybody that wants Trump, he better win if he runs in 24. He better win. That's all I'm going to say. Well, listen, I'm going to say this. Uh, the Republican Party should shut their mouth and stop doing what, uh, like, Kellyanne Conway's uh, ex-husband ex used to do. Yes. Okay. I mean, that's what we should be doing. Yeah. You know, some people that don't like Trump, guess what? Push them to the side. Shut your mouth like the Romneys. So, you know, the people that are talking about that right now, I mean, listen, let's stop the suitcases from coming under the table and open up your mouth. Our politicians should be standing up for that nonsense. Don't you think, John? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So let me ask you a question. Where were our politicians when, you know, our our people that were supposed to, you know, where was our senators? Where were our congressmen when they couldn't get into Philadelphia to check those votes? Where were they? Uh, the missing in action. Nowhere. Nowhere. We we need to start speaking up and calling our politicians on the carpet and start being men. You know, we 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 can't have, you know, that going on anymore. So, you know, I, I want to talk about one more thing international, China. Do you hear about the nationals from China coming across our border? No, I didn't hear that either. Oh, yeah. Now, well, the, the nationals, so those people that don't know, the nationals from China are the people that assist the military. So let's talk about that big ball that we had floating down. They got the camera. They got all of our sights 
Now they send in the nationalists. They come across our country and they plant them in strategic spots. What do we got going here, John? Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy, right? So they know where our missiles are, right, John? Yeah, yeah. Okay, and you saw Xi, and you saw the the Russian president. Help me out here a little bit. I'm a little lost. Uh, 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 the uh, Putin, who's the president of, of Russia? Putin. Putin. Okay, so Xi and Putin are having a meeting, right? Yeah. What did they say? Uh, they said. <laughs> they said, "United States, your time has come." And gone. We're going to have a new world order. So you people, why you're, you're you all voted for Biden? This is what you led us to. Oh, okay, yeah. we can't afford food. We can't afford a car. Interest rates for houses are skyrocketing, and China is telling us you're nobody. That's who you are. And uh, you know, actually, Joe isn't going to run. It's going to be Hunter. <laughs> For oh, you're laughing. Don't say that. Don't laugh. He's very intelligent. Look, he can communicate. He's a financier with China. I yeah. mean, think about that. Yeah. Okay? He can manipulate that. He can, and down in Africa, he can get all the minerals that he wants for, for, for other countries, right? So he's a good businessman, right? Yes. He's an artist, right? Yeah. Okay, so, I mean, and he knows how to have fun. We know that, right? <laughs> yeah. And he could help out the drug industry. Am yeah. I wrong? Right. So, yeah, that's one industry he knows a lot about. <laughs> there you go, John. John, I got to leave you. I know I'm glad I made you laugh a little bit. Okay. Can I just close with one thing? Yes. Okay. Um, in Maryland, they had a mayor Okay, that had child pornography, he got caught with it. You know what they did? They, 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 he was got caught actually doing something with a child. You know what they did? They checked his computer. We had an incident like that at Mainland High School. You know what they didn't do? They didn't check the teacher's computer. That's an atrocity. And we know who that is, and we're going to talk yeah. about that further on down the road, John. Yes, the I, 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 I know who you're talking about. Do you about agree with that, me there? I know who you're talking about. Yeah, oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, right? Didn't Absolutely. they do that? They did that down in Maryland. And you know where the guy is now? In jail. Where he should be. Because they did the research. Where he should be. Thank you. All right. Right. Craig, thanks Thank for the you. call. Thanks for the call. Rich Barely is on the line. Rich, good morning. Welcome to Talk with a Purpose. Hey, John, good morning. Good morning. Show. Great show. Thank that you. Was a great call. wake up call that uh, Craig just had, too. And uh, it's amazing how weak we are. And, uh, and it's amazing how apathetic people are. It's, it's just about all of it, uh, all the subjects that you discuss. And, uh, you know, Seth tries to wake people up. You do. Other talk shows do. And uh, it's it's just amazing. People go through life just so blindly. Yeah. And people uh, will, will question me and say, well, why do you get involved with different stuff and everything? I said, because it's our duty. And, uh, and I say it over and over again is that if the people uh, who started our country in the Revolutionary War had the courage to step up and, you know, bare feet and all that stuff and all the other wars, well, damn it, we should uh, get off our, uh, our butts and do something because we're losing our country right now. Yeah. Uh, right, right, be- right before our face and. The one subject that you probably see that I'm very passionate about is uh, these windmills 
Um, obviously, I'm opposed to them for uh, numerous reasons, but, uh, you know, why I'm so passionate, if they go in, and it looks like they're going in if we don't stand up and unite against them, if they go in, there's no turning back. The destruction will occur, and it's occurring in front of our faces. And to deny that the deaths of these dolphins and whales are associated with sonar, you know, you might as well go down to the beach and stick your head in the sand. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, yeah. people, you know, so-called scientists. I wanted to uh, bring to your attention, um, I'm trying to participate in as many events as, as I can to further educate myself, you know, on the various uh, aspects of how the windmills will affect all of us. And I've gone up to LBI, Congressman Van Drew's uh, presentation in Wildwood, Ocean City, Upper Township. And each time I go, and I encourage uh, your audience to go uh, to uh, to these different events. And then if the decision that they make is that they're going to be detrimental, well, then get up and do something. Get the word out. You know, contact your uh, congressmen and uh, senators and uh, assembly people and, uh, you know, do some, do something about it. But um, there's an event uh, this Thursday at uh, 930, 930 uh, at uh, the State House up in Trenton at 125 West uh, State Street. And um, it's going to be this Thursday at 930, and that's going to be a protest against the windmills. So it's a, uh, it's sponsored by Protect Our Coast NJ, and you can uh, get it uh, on their website um, or their Facebook. And uh, other groups that are out there are very informative is uh, Defend Brigantine, uh, Save LBI, Clean Ocean Action. And, uh, you know, maybe if enough of us, thousands of us get together, we just might be able to stop this and uh, protect our shores and the negative effects. And even if somebody does not care about the wildlife and the birds that will, thousands of them will die and uh, the fisheries and all, you're going to see it in your rate, uh, your rates, your um, uh, electric bills. Yeah, it's projected that it's going to be three yeah. and a half to four times the amount to produce out there, and we're subsidizing this insanity, and it's not uh, being posed in a question on a ballot. It's being shoved down our throat. Yeah, that's true. So that's um, true. Yeah, I just uh, wanted to check uh, in. Yeah, I'm well, thank you, thank you, thank you, Rich. Yeah. Thank you, Rich, uh, and okay, and take care. thanks for the call. And we'll talk about this in the next hour. I I just can't believe eight dolphins wash up on the shore and they had to be euthanized. Eight. And then how many how many whales did we lose so far? So now they're of course Orsted said, Well, we didn't we haven't drilled since January. <laughs> it reminds me of my old boss, one of the greatest sayings I ever heard. In my life, and I'll clean this up. <laughs> so you don't have to touch the button, Chris. Don't pee in my ear and tell me it's raining. And that's what they're doing. You know, it's unbelievable. Eight dolphins washed up this week. And again, Rich was mentioning 
this meeting Thursday at 9.30 in the morning at the State House in Trenton, 125 West State Street. And they will be hand-delivering their petition to the legislature and Governor Murphy. So if you want to check this out, it's protectourcoastnj.com. Protectourcoastnj.com is the website. It's Talk With a Purpose, Saturdays 9 till noon, WPG, Talk Radio 95.5. We'll talk to William, we'll talk to Elmer, and maybe we'll talk to you at 609-407-1450. More Talk With a Purpose after these words. When it comes to you and your family's financial wellness, there are so many things to talk about. We could go on forever. To help guide you along the way, Joe Yuck has written a book called The Heart of Your Money, Inspiration for Financial Wellness. In the book, Joe talks about longevity, inflation, retirement surprises, and many other topics. For your free copy of The Heart of Your Money, call the office of Joe Yakovich at JML Financial at 856-751-1771 or email Joe at jayakovich at brokersifs.com. For over 37 years, Joe Yakovich has been helping families throughout the area navigate the difficulties of a sound financial plan. You'll find Joe's approach to be different and not just the cookie-cutter methods that are prevalent in today's world. The path to your financial wellness and or retirement starts with a call to Joe Yakovich at JML Financial Group. 856-751-1771. 856-751-1771. Or email Joe at J. Yakovich at brokersifs.com. Joe Yakovich is registered with and securities and investment advisory services are offered through Brokers International Financial Services, LLC, member SIPC. Brokers International Financial Services, LLC is not an affiliated company. Back here and talk with a purpose. 609-407-1450 is the number. Let's uh, try to get at least one call in here before the top of the hour. William in Galloway. Good morning. Welcome to Talk with a Purpose. Good morning. Morning. Uh, you know, I was sitting here listening to everybody you had on your program. Everybody's got a little bit of common sense that we're talking to. My common sense about the offshore windmills, nobody ever talks about the foundations for them, running the wires, all that stuff. If you're going to put windmills, put them up in the mountains in Pennsylvania. Morning where they're not going to hurt nothing, they're up there high, there's always a breeze, and put the energy where it's cheap to do. When you get a nice storm, remember what happened in Texas or in California? You get a nice storm, yeah. they don't work. Yep, there's right. a lot of things that nobody even thought about yet. Yeah. But my main thing that I want, a half a minute, Go if ahead. our congressmen want to do something to help America... Then take your pension fund and put that in Social Security. And take your health care and make everybody in America able to buy it at a reasonable price. That's the two things. I'm a senior. I have done very well. I'm very comfortable. I'm not rich. I'm not poor. I'm comfortable. But there are people in America that I don't know where their brains are. And I think they're down south someplace. <laughs> but we are all, I came from poor. I'm proud of what I did. Nobody gave me nothing. I didn't put my hand out. 
What do you have? You have two kind of people today. You have the ones that are out there working and don't have time for all this, and then you have the give me. What are you going to give me? Everybody's got their hand out, from the unions to everybody. I say you want it, go get it. That's right. But don't ask the the government to give you your life. Okay, what do you got to say? Oh, well, that, I, I, I couldn't have said it better myself, William. I, I mean... <laughs> okay, I, I, and we all agree, most of my friends are conservatives. Yes. Whether they're Republican, I vote for the person. But I'm saying, if everybody I talk to in South Jersey, mostly all over the country I've talked to different people, they're all working people. They're all the silent majority. And like you're talking about this thing in Trenton, yes, we should go to things like that. That's right. That's right. And we should say, enough. Enough is right. We have so much natural gas. Put it, run the, the line down to Beasley's Point. Make cheap energy and with the least amount of pollution out of natural gas. Common sense. That's right. William, thank you. Thank, with, thank you for the call. Oh, you can't do that. Why not? <laughs> and you'll be the first one to go out there and pick it if your electric bill goes sky high. That's right. That's right. I will. That's right. Thanks for the call, William. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Common sense. It, that's what it is. Talk for the purposes of the show, Saturdays, 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. We'll get to Elmer and uh, Bill and Bob. We got a slew of calls to get to in the next hour, and we will talk about the windmills. <sighs> and we'll keep talking about it. Talk with the purpose of the show, Saturdays, 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. I'm John DeMassey. Hour number one in the books. Hour number two on the way. Don't go away. FM and 1450 AM WPGG Atlantic City WENJHD3 Millville a Town Square Media Station WPG Talk Radio 95.5 presents Talk with a Purpose Join the conversation by calling 609-407-1450 Now the host of Talk with a Purpose John DeMass Hour number 2 Talk with a Purpose Saturdays 9 till noon WPG Talk Radio 95.5 I have failed to mention yet this morning that Joe Yakovich will be in at 11 o'clock and he'll straighten out our finances and tell us whether the banks are really going to fail or not. <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> so we'll get our financial update from Joe in the 11 o'clock hour. Uh, just a mention of this. And again, we talked about it briefly. The eight dolphins that washed up on the shore this week. Uh, Senator uh, Vince Palestina has a petition out. And I will forward it to you if you email me and say that you want that email. And I'll forward it to you uh, if you didn't get it. And it's, first of all, this company, Orsted, they stand to make billions off of this. And... The, the, the dolphins washed up there. Well, we didn't do that. 
Well, how do you know you didn't do it? How do you know it didn't have a... I mean, it's awful funny. Eight dolphins wash up on the shore. And then, what was it, the 16 or 18 whales? I mean, that, that doesn't happen. I mean, just like when we had COVID, everybody got this thing and, and we were in a panic. And it, those kind of things don't happen, fortunately, often. But this thing is, is a problem. And, you know, it's dolphins now and whales here. And, and what if it's fish? Or, or clams or whatever it is. This, this is a, a vital industry to South Jersey. Come on. Let, let, let's, let's stop this. And Senator Palestina's petition and Jeff Van Drew has called for that too, a moratorium on, on this whole thing. Just stop it for now. Study it. What caused this? That's all we are asking. What caused this? And nobody is saying what caused it. Oh, it wasn't us. No, we we did the drilling, but it wasn't us. And all of these organizations have come out, these government organizations, and said, oh, no, it's not that. Oh, we don't know. No. What? How can you be sure? Nobody has come up with a definitive answer. And I, I just don't understand that. You know, so if you if you want, you can email me, jdadv1 at comcast.net, and I will forward you Senator Palestina's petition. Uh, I signed it. I mean, just just stop. That's all we're saying. Stop it for now. Until we find out. What is the root cause of all of these deaths, whether it's whales or dolphins or whatever it is? What is the cause of it? And not Orsted saying, oh, no, it's not us. It's certainly not us. Ridiculous. Elmer is in uh, Maryland. Elmer, good morning. Welcome to Talk With a Purpose. Yeah, John. Uh, the windmills... Um I was born in California and raised in Arizona. I came here in 1980. And when I was young, it had the windmills in the background of the oil things that uh, the drillers. And they were like cows and you had the big thing. You know, none of that ever produced any damn thing. <laughs> I'm, I'm not All surprised. Was, <laughs> not surprised. Yeah. Oh. All it did was just it's an ornament. Yeah, it, was, it was a between. Uh, it was in Palmdale, California. You go to go go to Barstow, and they'd have the big windmills on the top of the mountain, and they'd have the old things that look like little horses, you know, up and down, up and down, and neither of them did the damn thing. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. Well, as I said, Orsted stands yeah. to make. They stand to make billions off this, so of course they're going to say, "No, it's not, not us. It's, it, we didn't. We didn't do that. We stopped drilling in January." Well, hello. This is only March, okay? <laughs> I mean, how could you say yeah. it, it, they haven't studied anything? I mean, this this takes this takes study. And and Vince Palestina said it best. He said, "I'm an engineer." 
And when when we have these problems, we study what's different from before as to why this happened. And and nobody has talked about that. But what's different is there's there's offshore drilling. And that's the only thing that I know it's different. So is it that? I, I don't know. But stop it for now. Don't you think? I mean, that 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 would seem to me. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. You know, I, like I said, you know, I'm talking like you know, fifty years ago. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and those uh, so, those windmills off the expressway. What are they? What are they? What are they doing? <laughs> they look nice, don't they? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what are they doing? Oh, yeah, killing the eagle. Yeah, that's that's about the it. Eagle killer. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Elmer, thank you for the call. We appreciate it. Bill is in Northfield. Bill, good morning. Welcome to Talk with a Purpose. Hey, how you doing? Good. How you doing? Enjoy listening to your good. Enjoy listening to your show. Thank you. Uh, I just recently watched something. I'm changing the subject a little bit. That's Ron okay. Electric. Have you watched the, uh, now I'm not a big fan of Joe Rogan because of his foul mouth, but the, the one thing that he did do with this guy called Siddharth Kara, uh, he wrote a book called Cobalt Red, and you should watch the interview with him and Joe Rogan, and he talks about how there's n- nothing in the Congo where they get this cobalt for these batteries that is not slave labor. There's no industrial mine in the Congo. And he t- just talks about how, you know, <clears throat> you know don't get me wrong, I'm talking you know, on my cell phone. Yeah. And you, you, you see this, and it makes you realize, you know what, you know, between the warlords over there and who's running the show, there, there's 15,000 people digging with hammers and chisels with babies on their back digging cobalt so you and I can have batteries. <laughs> boy. <laughs> have Jeez. you watched that? No, I haven't seen that. Oh, boy. That, that, that yeah, I, yeah, I'll, I'll check that out. Siddharth Kara, and he's, uh, he did an interview with Joe Rogan. And uh, basically what happens is all these big companies say this stuff is being industrialized mined, which he said there's none of that. Yeah. It's really sad when you look at it because, like I said, I don't have an electric car. I'm not bashing them. I'm, you know, I think you're stupid to have one, but that's another point. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. uh, <laughs> you know, my God, yeah, let's take a trip and, uh, we got to, we got to stop. I, 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 <laughs> we got to stop. Yeah, my godson, he has an electric car. So they took a road trip and they went to Arizona from Colorado and they had to stop. They had to stop. Wait a minute. They had to stop 12 hours to charge their car. <laughs> 12 hours. I have a friend of mine. <laughs> yeah, I have a friend of mine who lives up in uh, Manhattan. He has an electric car and he got stuck on the George Washington Bridge in 85 degree heat weather humidity. Ooh, ooh. And while he was in traffic, the battery died. Ugh. So the tow truck driver came and got him, and he couldn't figure out where to take him to get the car recharged. 
You gotta love that. Oh yeah. Oh, that uh, especially on the George Washington Bridge. Boy, that's always traffic. <laughs> you know, four well, in the morning. <laughs> There's traffic. Yeah. You know what sheep will do if you run them off a cliff? Once the first sheep jumps off, all the rest of them will keep jumping. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And my buddy, just something quick, and I'll I'll be done. My buddy works for a high-end car dealership up in Pennsylvania. He's a salesman. And I talked. To, I sent him that, that video that I talked to you about with Joe Rogan and yeah. this guy. And he told me that what happened was last year they were selling electric cars like, like they were going out of style. Well, now they can't get rid of them. So apparently, people are starting to wake up, which is a good thing. Yeah, yeah. But if you if, if you if you watch that video, it's about seven minutes long. It'll just give you a wake up call to what's really going on. Okay, thanks for the and, call. Thanks for the call, Bill. Appreciate it. Talk with the purposes of the show, Saturdays, 9 till noon, WPG, Talk Radio 95.5. I'm John DeMassey. Good to have you with us. 609-407-1450 is our number here in the studio. 609-407-1450. Let's talk to Bob and Kate May. Bob, good morning. Welcome to Talk with the Purpose. Hey. Hey, good morning, John. Good morning. Look, this <clears throat> this craziness with the green energy, with yeah. the windmills, yeah. with these electric cars. You know, of course, like the last caller said, they sold a lot of electric cars last year because the price of gasoline was yeah. too high. Yeah. Now, the Biden administration, the leftists that want to control this country, they want energy. They want they want energy cost gasoline prices mm. to be super high so they can shove the, the electric cars down our throats. Yep. And, you know, again, it, it makes no sense. It makes no sense. What we've had here with the Beasley's Point power plant that it is just sticking in my throat. This is horrible. You know that that power plant was supposed to supply clean, natural gas. Instead, it's probably going to get totally demolished. Uh, you know, again, who is voting for this? Who in South Jersey would vote for? Two to three to maybe even four times higher electric costs just because some egghead has this idea that it will prevent global warming. Well, the warming that, that may in fact happen is, is three one hundredths of a degree by the end of the century. That's the number. So the real global warming that is occurring is in China. In, in India and in Africa, those people and those countries are not going to give up fossil fuels because they want efficient, cheap fossil fuel energy. They don't want to live in a dark ages. They want to drive cars in China now. They do not want to ride bikes. And the same holds for India. So, you know, th- this is all a dream world that, like all leftists, it, it all sounds great in theory. It's all a disaster in practice. So that's that's what we're we're dealing with. You yeah, know, yeah. We, we we've got an idiot president, never held a real job, yeah. never worked, 
never worked in the private sector, never signed the front of a paycheck. And all this stuff in theory is wonderful. And, you know, he probably can't think anymore given his mental state. But you've got the same kind of mentality all around them that are pulling the strings, that are, you know, that are really in control. They're the same kind of people. They have no, no practical experience in the real world. So, yeah, and well. one, one final point, it's going to be either Don or Ron. None yeah. of these other candidates yeah. are viable. I, I, uh, I, Mike Pompeo, Nikki Haley. No. Come no, on. No. You know, it's going to be one of the two. Yeah, you know? I, I, I agree. I agree. But and, and, you know, you, you, you were down here in Florida last week, right? Yeah. See, in Florida, we have we have our, our highway system virtually no tolls. The only tolls we have is on Florida Turnpike. Right, That's right. not really that major of a road. And there, there's some tolls around the Orlando area, strictly municipal tolls. But you go to you, our primary highway systems, you don't pay a toll. Uh, well, Try that in New Jersey. (laughs) (laughs) There's a toll on a toll. (laughs) Well, you know, look, we're we're in the middle of the pandemic, right? And we didn't know which way the economy was going early in this process. We just didn't know. We thought maybe we'd go even into a depression. And the jackal... Phil Murphy, what's he do? Raise the tolls. Substantially rate. And right. And now, again, like, what's the cost now? I mean, I haven't been there all winter. What's it cost now? Uh, to I think take it's the uh, from. Uh, well, the expressway is four forty, which used to be the three dollar, and it's a dollar forty in uh, Pleasantville. So, uh, wow. if you go to Philadelphia, which I do often, on the expressway, uh, and you include the bridge, it's about uh, it's about over ten. It's almost eleven dollars. You know, not not long ago from Cape May to to. You know, the Pleasantville exit, it was a quarter. That's yeah, I remember. It. That was not I, long ago. I remember. Not, right, right. And, what, what, I mean, now it's, what I know it was a dollar last year. I know it, it went up again, right? It's yeah. got to be. Yeah. You know, this, this is the insanity that we're dealing with in New Jersey. Uh, we've got the worst tax situation, highest taxes in the country, the worst balance sheet in the country. Unlike Florida, hey, it's beautiful here, John. $22 billion budget surplus last year. No pension fund problem at all because it's a defined benefit pension plan. You know, the the, the public employee unions didn't get their way down here. Okay. Well, that's not surprising. You know, you don't have Murphy down there caving into the unions. You know? Well, you, you know, look, look, it, it's all about results. That's what we should be focused on. Who is going to get the results for the uh, for the ordinary voters and for our and make a difference in our ordinary lives? OK, that's right. It's, it's not the rhetoric we should pay attention to. It's who is a, an effective leader. That's right. And, you know, that's why you and I are, are, are in Ron's camp. That's right. It's pretty <laughs> obvious. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, Bob. Thanks for the call. Well, I I do have something on Ron DeSantis, which I will get to in a moment. We have, gee, Steve, Linda, John on the line. We'll 
talk to all of you. And maybe we'll talk to you as well at 609-407-1450. It is Talk With a Purpose every Saturday, 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. I'm John DeMassey. We will get back to more of our show in just a moment. But first, let's talk about no controversy not one controversy when it comes to the finest automobile on the market today, and that is Lexus, courtesy of Lexus of Atlantic City, 3169 Fire Road in EHT. And it is now the Lexus, I guess it's the midwinter sales event that's happening until April the 3rd. So you can take advantage of that. And if you want to go electric, they've got plenty of electric vehicles there. But if you want to go conventional like me, you you want the the safe, uh, ordinary vehicle that runs on gas, <laughs> then you have so certainly so many to choose from. And I've been thinking about this. And, and you know, I've driven a, a sedan for many, many years. And I thought, you know, maybe I'll try the SUV. And I think I'm going to go that route next time. My lease is up. Um, I think I got six months left on my lease. And, uh, well, it's time for a new one. And I'll keep you posted as to what I do. But, look, there's all kinds of vehicles to choose from when it comes to Lexus. And what you want to do is just go there and talk to Helen or any of the fine salespeople and say, hey, I want to test drive a Lexus. And you can. And you'll see for yourself what I'm talking about and what I've been talking about for many, many years. It is the finest automobile on the market today. And believe me, you just you just drive these cars. I mean, that's it. The tires, the brakes, the oil change, that's it. Mostly nothing else ever happens. And, you know, a, a friend of mine just bought a pre-owned Lexus, and I think it's a, um, a, a 2004, 2005. Well, that's got 200,000 miles and maybe more. So, you know, this is the way they are. You, you just, you can't, as a friend of mine said, you can't kill these cars. Lexus of Atlantic City, 3169 Fire Road and EHT, Online at aclexus.com, aclexus.com. Check it out there as well. You'll uh, you'll be pleased at what you see and what you drive for the test drive. Lexus of Atlantic City. We're coming back with more Talk With a Purpose in just a moment. Are you confused about when to take Social Security? Are you concerned about paying high taxes in retirement? Are you tired of losing money? Don't you wish you could be protected from the ups and downs of today's economy? You can by attending a free workshop given by Joe Yakovich of JML Financial Group. You've heard Joe on the radio for many years, and now you can hear him in person discuss his strategies for protecting your money and keeping it where you don't lose. The workshop will be held at Stockton University on Wednesday, March 29th at 6.30. Learn how Joe Yakovich and his team can help you sleep better at night by not worrying about your nest egg. You'll also receive a complimentary Social Security planning guide. That's Joe Yakovich and JML Financial Group's workshop Wednesday, March 29th at 6.30 at Stockton University. To register, call 856-751-1771 856-751-1771 or jmlfinancialgroup.com I'm Seth Grossman for LibertyAndProsperity.com. Nine years ago, South Jersey Gas Company had a great idea. They wanted to build a natural gas pipeline between Millville and the electric power plant near Milepost 28 of the Garden State Parkway. 
It would have been underground along Route 49, an existing paved road. It would have brought cheap, clean, and abundant natural gas from Pennsylvania to the power plant and to local homes and businesses. Woke Democrats used one blatant lie after another to block it. They falsely claimed the pipeline would cause forest fires and poison water in the Pinelands. Every Stockton professor and high school science teacher knew these were lies, but they all kept quiet. Now the power plant is gone. We'll soon have blackouts and big hikes in gas and electric bills. Learn more at libertyandprosperity.com. Help us reach more people. Join our weekly breakfast. Donate what you can to keep us on the air and online. Libertyandprosperity.com. Thanks. Back here on Talk With a Purpose. If you want to listen to any of our shows at any time, all you do is Google John DeMassey Podcasts and all of the shows come up. We have some 180 shows or more. I mean, that's a lot of shows. <laughs> oh, I, I could have an exercise here. If you, you get a prize, if you listen to all of them. <laughs> but you can do that uh, if you miss the show on Saturday or Sunday. You can uh, Google John DeMassey Podcasts and all the shows come up. It is Talk With a Purpose every Saturday, 9 till noon, WPG. Talk Radio 95.5. Before I get back to the calls, and we'll get to Steve in just a moment, I must tell you this. Joe Biden's approval rating is the lowest it has ever been in the history of his presidency. The Associated Press NORC Center for Public Affairs Research research shows 38% approval rating. That's down from 45% in February. The poll was conducted March 16th to 20th. Joe Biden's approval rating, 38%, the lowest it has been since, I mean, the the lowest ever. So, Biden for president again? (laughs) Sure. In your dreams. Steve in Absecon Island. Steve, good morning. Welcome to Talk with a Purpose. John, good morning. And always a terrific program on Saturday. Uh, Do you remember when uh, the Tacone Palmyra Bridge was a nickel? Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. My father would not go over the other bridges because they were a quarter. And he said, why should I spend a quarter when I can spend a nickel? (laughs) Made made sense. Made sense, yeah, yeah. yeah. Penny wise, dollar foolish. Let's spend three dollars in gas and pay the nickel ball. <laughs> that's how we all. That's how all our parents. Oh uh, yeah. Oh felt. oh yeah. Yeah. He he would not. Then, then they they raised it to a dime, and he said those. Yeah. And I can't say the word, <laughs> but those you know what's raising the toll. Yeah. How could they do that? <laughs> sure. Sure. And, you know, I follow, you know, I love I love listening to Bob's comments. But if he keeps advertising Florida, nobody's going to be left in the state of New Jersey. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Well, we'll still, our house we'll, price will still be here, but uh, that, that's that's OK. <laughs> all our house values will go down. He yeah. keeps, you know, advertising yeah. Yeah. I don't know how I'll sell if I, you know, if he keeps doing that. Yeah. But I wanted to. um uh, bring up uh, from last week when I when you had me uh, when you had Denny on and you took my call and I w- it was refreshing to hear Denny's 
uh, position on taxation and how it's not government's money. But at the same time, he was a little bit unprincipled in the fact that he lent money to Boscovs. Now, let me let me say this. I, I disagree with that. I don't think it's government's business to lend money to other businesses using tax taxpayer money and risk taxpayer money because that's not what government is in is for yes government's it's for the common good of the people roads and police right yeah but here's the thing steve he had a situation where if boss costs went down um you got the big building there and the rateable and so in a sense he was looking at, you know, a tax rateable not going away. And also, of course, the jobs and what it did for the economy. So, you know, it's a stretch when you look at it that way. But it, it, it did have something to do with the economy of the county. So I, I see his point. And, and it's the same thing when, when you were talking about the, these carve outs for individuals like Pleasantville has a 3% tax. Well, <laughs> you know, you're not going to go to art handlers because it's in Pleasantville, uh, when you can go to somewhere else, which is in a, a different neighborhood. You follow me? So they, they try to level the playing field. And I know you're against that, but it does make sense. In a certain way, because you're looking at the big picture. Do you, do you follow that? I can't disagree with you, but at the same time, we always get aggravated when we start picking winners and losers, don't we? Yeah, 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 we do. You know, it, it, we're going to be, you see, that's that's where the problem comes in, is we're all human beings and we're flawed to begin with, right? Yeah. So... So how do you how do you when you attempt to level the playing field, the unintended consequences always occur. Yeah, somebody has somebody's going to lose in order for somebody else to win. Yeah, and then it and the umpire becomes the government, and you're voting the government, and whoever has the largest pocketbook to get their guy into power is the one that's going to wind up always winning, and you wind up not having a, a, a chance under the guise that they're leveling the playing field. Yeah. But I wanted to read you Article 1, Section 8 of the United States Constitution, which talks about the powers of Congress. And it says here in the first paragraph, Congress shall have the power to lay and collect taxes, duties, imposts, and excises to pay the debt, and provide for the common defense and general welfare of the United States, et cetera, right? And then it goes into the enumeration of all the different powers that Congress has. They try to enumerate. It's, it's, a, it's a short list, like to coin money and to provide for the punishment of uh, counterfeiting, et cetera, right? Yeah. Nowhere in the Constitution does it say, and we have the power to uh, lend money to private businesses. But at the same time, it's that general welfare clause. That's why a lot of our politicians think that they have the power to spend our money because they, they always can make a justification saying, just like you, like you just laid out, which made sense. Yeah, the rateables and we'll have an empty building. 
the path mark is across the street yeah. uh, from Oscobs. They didn't. They didn't get a loan to keep that building afloat. Yeah, that's true. That's true. And they're still paying their taxes on that building, right? Yeah, it's so been what eleven years. Eleven years or so that they've been uh, empty. God, it, it looks like it was empty as far back as '96, if you ask me. Yeah, I, I can't even remember that. But I, it's a tough call, I, and I understand it. But to the to to the point that. We're picking winners and losers, and we seem to now with the windmills, right? Yeah. We say, well, the real, you know, John, I don't really think the people are screaming because of the dolphins and the whales washing up. It's because we don't want windmills out in that pristine environment yeah. where you have ice, where you have an empty view of nothingness, and then the horizon meets the water. And, that's really the issue. I, 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 I quite honestly, I, I think, I think like people could care less about the animals. I mean, that's just my opinion. It sounds harsh. I mean, I care about the animals. I don't want them washing up on the beach. I yeah, that's, want them to that's true. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Fine. Animals weren't washing up. Would be be screaming just as hard about the windmills. Uh, I, I don't think so. But but it it, it tells you there is a problem. That that's all I'm saying. There there is a problem, and and it is clear. Uh, we we gotta we, we gotta address it. Steve, thanks a lot for the call. Appreciate it. And what about? And Steve was talking about you know carve outs. And remember in the '80s they bailed out Chrysler. Remember that the government bailed out Chrysler, and look where that ended up. I mean, they're doing well right now. And how about in 08? They, they, they bailed out all these banks. Always some bailout. Linda and Absek and Linda, good morning. Welcome to Talk With a Purpose. Hey, hi, John. Hi, Linda. I feel like I am. <laughs> I feel, <clears throat> excuse me. I feel like I'm part of a club. <laughs> and that meets on. Yeah, it's really nice. It meets on uh, Saturday. That's right. And uh, get together and bang things out, and uh, yeah, that's uh, that's very, exactly very nice. what it is. Uh, and I'm I'm president of the club, and I Welcome. appreciate all the members. <laughs> well, and 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 you and you make that. I mean, you are the best, really. I I, Thank I you. enjoy. Thank I you. think you're so nice to the callers. I think you're an excellent talk show host. Thank you. And um, you're, and it's like you're having fun too. Yeah, I am. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so I have a quote. Yes. And this is the quote. Remember, democracy never lasts long. It soon wastes, exhausts, and murders itself. Hmm. There never was a democracy yet that did not commit suicide. John Adams, eighteen fourteen. I never heard that quote before, and I, I, I love listen, I love reading quotes from our founders. That scared me because that is where we are. Yeah, yeah. we are committing suicide. We have people in office that have no business being in office. We have, I think I heard Dershowitz the other day say, nobody should be sitting in the Congress or the Senate. Um, I'm adding that, but he meant in government. That, haven't, that hasn't met a payroll, put their name on a check. 
these people don't know what they're doing. That's right. And it's so obvious. And, um, but yeah, I mean, we're committing suicide. Yeah. Russia didn't come after us with a nuclear bomb. China didn't come after us. However, we made China the second largest economy in the world, I guess, when we started doing business with them. But prior to that, after World War II, uh, who became the second and third largest economies in the world? Japan and Germany. Well, they've been booted off. I mean, now, I mean, they're, they're down further. But, uh, and, and China's the, uh, is the second one. However, we let China take advantage of us. Yeah. And we let Russia make its little maneuvers and, and, and look the other way. I mean, what, look look what happened with Georgia when Bush was in office. Yeah. Look what happened with Crimea yeah. when Obama was in office. And, um, but think about that. I mean, this nation is committing suicide. We don't even have a president that will stop fentanyl com- from coming in. That, in the, I think, the past two years killed 200,000 citizens of America. I'm assuming they were citizens. Yeah. I mean, what is that? 200, two, I mean, 100,000 a year? Is that, is that, I'm, not, I can't, I'm not thinking quickly. 2,000 a week? Yeah. Americans? Yeah. yeah. Dying? Yeah. And, 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 and his sole responsibility, I mean, the gentleman just outlined something in the Constitution. He's responsible for our protection. They're not doing such a good job, are they? Well, so we're dying, and I'm depressed. And uh, talk shows like <laughs> I love banging this stuff out. And, and, and I, I look forward to Saturdays for your show, for you, and for your callers. And I want to thank each and every one of you guys. I love you all, and even the Democrats. <laughs> So, um, you love Democrats? I'm, I'm glad there's a majority. I'm sorry, what? You love Democrats? <laughs> yeah, I do. I, because I, but I'm, I'm so glad we're in the majority on your show. Yes, I, I, <laughs> that's true. Because maybe we can teach them. Maybe. You know, I, and I think they, they, they learn a lot from us. I learn a lot from and I, Bob Progner, I have to say this. I asked him one time over the radio before, and this isn't the best place to ask a question. But my husband and I, we bought a stock, and it wasn't long. It was it wasn't long when Trump was in office. It was early when he was in office, and something came up about Exxon. So, so, so Progners was talking to Harry about Exxon, right? And so by this time, you know, our husband, my, my husband, I mean, we're sort of like out of investing in stocks, even though we have done well investing in stocks. Thank you, Jesus. So anyway. Bob started talking about Exxon, and he, he was a student. He was brilliant. And I, I'm listening to him, and I thought, you know, son of a gun, that's interesting. So, um, you know, so John and I were talking about it, and we went into Exxon, and we made a lot of money, and I wanted to know, and we sold a while ago, and, and I, want to know if, I want to know if Bob ever sold. I know he's had it forever. So if you ever decide to answer that question, Bob, I'm okay. serious. Okay, we will, we will uh, make sure he answers that question. Thanks, Linda. Thanks for the call. Talk with the purposes of the show. Saturdays, 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. John, Craig, and Al in that order. And maybe you at 609-407-1450. Joe Yakovich warming up in our bullpen. He's ready to come in at 11 o'clock and talk finances and uh, stocks and whatever. And banks. Oh, we're going to ask him about banks. Believe me. 609-407-1450 is our number here in the studio. I'm John DeMassey. More Talk With a Purpose in just a moment. 
The market is up. The market is down. I know from day to day, there's a fair amount of volatility. You worry, I worry. We all worry, but not so much when you have a sound financial plan that doesn't depend completely on the market. Hi, I'm Joe Yakovich with this Money Minute. You'll find some real insights in my new book, The Heart of Your Money, Inspiration for Financial Wellness. In this book, I explain in detail how I approach financial planning, retirement, insurance, and many other topics. For a free copy of my book, The Heart of Your Money, simply contact my office at 856-751-1771. That's 856-751-1771. Or you can email me at jayakovich at brokersifs.com. I'm Joe Yakovich with This Money Minute, and thanks for listening. Chances are you've tasted the delicious fruits and vegetables from B.F. Mazio, but didn't know it. That's because B.F. Mazio has a huge wholesale division that delivers to area restaurants, schools, hospitals, and more. If you own a restaurant or run a commercial kitchen, call B.F. Mazio's wholesale division at 609-641-6608. That's 609-641-6608. And don't forget, B.F. Mazio at 601 New Road in Northfield. Call 609-641-6608. Your WPG Talk Radio 95.5 AccuWeather forecast for South Jersey. For this afternoon, breezy with periods of rain, the high 61. Couple of showers, even a thunder boomer this evening, then mostly cloudy, breezy, and mild. Could bring some damage, low 50. For tomorrow, sunny and breezy, a real nice end to the weekend with a high 67. Monday, when you get back at it, sun followed by clouds, shower in the afternoon, the high 58. I'm AccuWeather's Ruth O'Brien on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Back here on Talk With a Purpose, if you want to email me during the week, jdadv1 at comcast.net, jdadv1 at comcast.net. And don't forget, if you miss any of today's show, well, we have the Talk With a Purpose replay tomorrow, Sunday, 5 until 8, 5 p.m. till 8 p.m. It's Talk With a Purpose replay right here on WPG. Talk Radio 95.5, that's the place. Uh, just this real quick, Ron DeSantis. Of course, I had a, I have to give a Ron DeSantis story, or else it wouldn't be my show. Speaking of Ron DeSantis, uh, an interview with Piers Morgan this week, DeSantis said, at the end of the day, as a leader, you really want to look to people like our founding fathers. It's not saying that you don't ever make a mistake in your personal life. But I think, what type of character are you bringing? Is that criticism of Donald Trump? Don't think so, but it's a point worth noting. And I just thought I'd mention that, that he gets quoted a lot. Talk with the purpose of the show, Saturdays 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5, John in Ocean City. John, good morning. Welcome to Talk with the Purpose. Yes, if I come across a, a tad uh, sugar, it's all in my delivery, I think. So okay. All over. But anyway, the, the Italian equivalent for sugar or Meshuggah is Potsad, but Potsad is dangerous crazy, like sick crazy. Charles Manson was Potsad. Adolf Hitler was Potsad. And he had Stunad. It's very stupid. So what do we have? Do we have Potsad or Stunad people running our country right now? I mean, the thing is that you want to build windmills off of the coast of New Jersey we just had Hurricane Sandy and Hurricane Irene. There was a, a nor'easter brewing off of Nova Scotia, one of the most treacherous bodies of water on the face of the earth. 
And that doesn't sound very intelligent. And the fellow that said, uh, build windmills up on the high mountains, that's that's a smart Let's try it on the mountains first before we go something cockamamie like building out in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean. You know what I mean? And that's that's what we should do. I mean, there's a lot of things that Americans came up with that are not being utilized. And I, I sound like a magpie by bringing it up, but uh, it was, uh, Bernard J. Eastland and uh, William C. Gow came up with the fusion torch, which would revolutionize green energy. And also, uh, as far as GMO, uh, GMO uh, trapping the uh, glyphosate in our foods, instead of doing that, we could use Washington Carver's uh, 300 innovations for renewing soil, growing food. There's two, there's three heavy hitters right there. Nikola Tesla had invented a water cell fuel combustible engine, and Stanley Meyer drove from New York to uh, San Francisco and back in it, so it can be done. A, a car that runs on water, not cream soda, on water. Here's a quote from Patrick Moore, the uber uh, liberal founder of uh, Greenpeace. He said, In fact, the whole climate crisis, as they call it, is not only fake news, it's fake science. There is no climate crisis. Now, here's a he has, there's nothing in it for him to say that. And they try to distance themselves from Mr. Uh, Moore, but he said that the uh, Green New Deal is completely idiotic. Do we have intelligent people saying it's idiotic, man? And we have all kind of means of uh, exploring uh, alternative, alternative energies, but we're not doing it. And also, it, it takes lithium and also uh, lithium and cobalt to run those batteries that are going to run these uh, electric cars. Meanwhile, lithium's found in uh, Afghanistan. You hear me knocking, Joe Biden? Hear me knocking, and also uh, that Congo, there was a, 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 a cobalt mine in Congo that was ceded to the CCP for three point eight billion dollars. But nothing happens to these people. They got Teflon coats, and I'm surprised we haven't had a second American Revolution by now. Thank you. All right, John. Thanks for the call. John always brings passion to the to the radio. That's for sure. <laughs> Craig in Northfield. Craig, good morning. Welcome to Talk of the Purpose. Bill, thanks for taking my second call, and uh, Linda. We love you, too. And, um, <laughs> yo, John, um, I'm going to touch base with the uh, the guy that talked about the Boscoff thing. Yeah. There was probably a there was probably a financial plan in, in, in place, okay, where Denny could see that. Yeah. Do I agree with that? No. I don't believe government should ever. But there were jobs there, and I understand yeah. that uh, Denny, Denny probably in his heart did the right thing. And a conservative Republican, right, 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 conservative, a Seth Grossman, conservative? Absolutely not. Because where do you stop? Like you said, we had Pathmark. We had Bradley's. Okay? We had two guys. Remember all these? Oh, stores, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, right? Yeah. Sears, pennies. So if they all got rent breaks or tax breaks, maybe they'd still be here. But here's the big point. See, when Boscov's got that money, it allowed them to stay open. And it was a precarious time not just boss was hurting yeah. every retailer in the industry that's was hurting. true that's true so you know when they should have went down other people went down because boss was still there yes and they were still selling so like uh, maybe it didn't put him out of business but i remember my good friend and competitor good competitor italian dimensions they went out of business why yes. rent the stuff, and you pr- and I know you know them. So yeah. you know, look, maybe they'd still be in business, and that's that's a local business. That's somebody that spends their money here. Yeah. So the small guy always gets washed out, and the big guy always gets to put their arm in there because they got the attorneys that they can afford. Just keep that in mind. Yes. Um, 
All right. So we, we, I do want to talk about the electric cars in our environment. We'll touch with the whales and all that. But those battery cars, John, you know, with all these windmills and all you green people, if you get in a car accident with your, your, your battery-operated uh, car and there's a scratch in a battery, allegedly the insurance companies are totaling the car. So now let's talk about that. Anybody that's ever had a car and dealt with insurance company, in my personal experience, in my opinion, you always come out short. Yes, you How do. How about you, John? Yeah, oh. You come out no. And for those people who don't know me short, I don't mean I'm going to shrink in inches. My pocket comes out light. That's right. So then you become the, not stunad, but the stunadi. That's right. That's right. <laughs> All right. Um, I do want to send... Um, my deepest condolences to Frank Formica, somebody that has given so much to our community, you know, in the passing of his mother. And uh, I just want you to know, Frank, that our heart is out to you. And we, we send you some love and some respect. And, uh, you know, God bless. Yeah. And, and uh, I, I've, I, I had Frank on my show uh, one time and a nice guy. And I know Joe Yakovich knows him, too. And uh, we, mm -hmm. we do send our sympathies as well. Thanks. Thanks for the Thank call, you. Craig. Thanks. It is Talk With a Purpose, Saturdays 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Uh, what else do I have to talk about here? Oh, th this, uh, well, we're not going to have a whole lot of time, but I, I want to talk about this. Parents being responsible for uh, their minor child. And, you know, th th this to me, I, I just don't understand parents. I know my mother and father would have never, I mean ever, bought me a gun, no matter what my age was. I mean, these parents that, that buy, uh, 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 the six-year-old that had a gun, remember that? And he shot the teacher? So the question is, should parents be held responsible if their minor child shoots somebody? And I say, yeah. We know about the one in Virginia, the, the six-year-old. Um, but there's a court in Michigan that says the parents of a teenager who killed four students at a Michigan high school can face trial for involuntary manslaughter. The state appeals court said this Thursday in a groundbreaking case of criminal responsibility for the acts of a child. The killings would not have happened if the parents hadn't purchased a gun for their son. The son's name is Ethan Crumbly, and he is 16 years old. <laughs> Supposedly, uh, the parents went to the school, and they didn't take him home. They didn't take him home, and. Uh, some people got alarmed at this, and he ended up afterwards shooting the, the, the four that, that, it, that were killed. The four died, and then seven were wounded. So the parents now can face involuntary manslaughter charges. And they didn't keep the gun locked away. It was just, you know, it was just out there. <laughs> so... According to a proposed new law, this would require gun owners to keep weapons locked around children 
a violation would be a misdemeanor or a felony depending on what a child does with the accessible gun. I am all for that. And the parents should be held responsible. And we can talk about that for the couple of minutes remaining in this hour. And we'll talk to Al in Corbin City. And maybe we'll talk to you at uh, 609-407-1450. Talk with the purpose of the show, Saturdays 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. I'm John DeMassey. Final thoughts in hour number two after these words. When it comes to you and your family's financial wellness, there are so many things to talk about. We could go on forever. To help guide you along the way, Joe Yakovich has written a book called The Heart of Your Money, Inspiration for Financial Wellness. In the book, Joe talks about longevity, inflation, retirement surprises, and many other topics. For your free copy of The Heart of Your Money, call the office of Joe Yakovich at JML financial at 856-751-1771 or email joe at jayakovich at brokersifs.com for over 37 years joe yakovich has been helping families throughout the area navigate the difficulties of a sound financial plan you'll find joe's approach to be different and not just the cookie cutter methods that are prevalent in today's world the path to your financial wellness and or retirement starts with a call to Joe Yakovich at JML Financial Group. 856-751-1771. 856-751-1771. Or email Joe at jayakovich at brokersifs.com. Joe Yakovich is registered with and securities and investment advisory services are offered through Brokers International Financial Services, LLC. Member SIPC. Brokers International Financial Services LLC is not an affiliated company. Back here and talk with a purpose. Let's uh, go right to the phones. Al in Corbin City. Al, good morning. Welcome to Talk with a Purpose. Boy, uh, you made me try to pack something out with that last comment. Um, <laughs> I, I number one, number one, my father bought me a gun when I was 15 years old. When I was uh, 13, my dad took me out to the dump with uh, his uh, 45, showed me how to use it, told me where it was. Uh, He said, if anybody ever broke into the house, you know what to do. You know how to use it. Protect your family. I had no problem with that. But I was also, at 13 years old, working a full-time job, okay? Yeah, so uh, you were... uh, I don't don't understand. Yeah, you're you're on the maturity level. You're uh, a lot more advanced. Yeah, I, that. So I mean, I do believe a law that says that uh, if the parents are are responsible on hand, how they handle it. The only problem with it is, I, it's, a, it's a you know every time you do this, it gets abused by the government. Yeah. Especially if it's somebody that they don't particularly care for. Yeah. That's the part that bothers me. Yeah. Now, what I really called you about is these windmills, these stupid windmills that they've already proven in Europe don't work because they've taken them down. Yeah. They're taking them down. They haven't. Norway had had them across there that was going to solve their problems. And it was in the ocean. And guess what? They've taken them all down. They didn't work. They, they, they're they too expensive to keep up. The, and, I mean, they have the same rough ocean. We're talking about the North Sea, okay? Uh, and it, it, does, it's not, it doesn't work. I mean, 
I have yet to hear how much uh, amount of energy the five swing mills that we have in Atlantic City has produced. Not one bit of information about this. Yeah. It sounds it sounds like a, a payoff to the people that are, are doing these windmills yep. to keep the Green Mill New Deal going. Yep. It sounds like it just it just a way to waste our money. And who the hell wants to look at those damn things when you're out there? And what about the birds it kills? Yeah. What about wow, we don't have any idea what it's going to do to the uh, to the uh, the um, sea life. Why don't we put two windmills out there and see what they do before we put a whole field of them out? Yeah. I mean, you know. Yeah. Well, well, well you, got, you got to believe. Sense. You got to believe that this Orsted is is lining the pockets of politicians because they stand to make billions off this. So that's, you know, follow the money. That, that's all I can think of because, I mean, eight dolphins wash up. Eight. I mean, that's not a coincidence. And how about the whales before that? And how about if there's going to be other fish? You know, I mean, it's, it, it just doesn't make sense. So I... I, I no, especially like, you know, we have the ability to, to light the whole country up with nuclear. Yeah. And yeah. we are, well, so much more advanced than 30 years ago when Three Mile Island was. Yeah. I mean... Yeah. I fact, it's even more than 30 years ago. 40. I mean, we're so much more advanced technology-wise yeah. technology that there's no... They, they have small reactors now that can do cities. Yeah. There's no reason for this. That's right. That's right. I, mean, all the, I, I agree with you. you know, but, the, uh, and, and solar... In Jersey, solar works really well. I mean, you know, I have solar on my house. Yeah. I'm not against something like that. But I want something that makes sense. Yes. Not something that doesn't make sense. That's right. That's right. Al, thanks a lot Hi. for the call. Appreciate it. Jerry, final call for the hour. Jerry and EHT. Jerry, good morning. Morning, John. On the subject of uh, government using taxpayer dollars to build electric charging stations, because the government has no money. It's taxpayer dollars. When Henry Ford built the gasoline car, the government didn't go around building gas stations. Yeah. Oil companies did that yeah. to, for their product. Yes. Why in God's name is the government building electric charging stations with taxpayer dollars for electric cars? Why is it the electric company who was going to profit off of that? Why aren't they out there building charging stations all over the place? I don't hear anybody yeah, saying that. That's, that's a good question. That should be made. That's a good question. That is a very good question. That is question. an argument that should be made. Yeah. Well, <laughs> maybe because I mean, why is it? maybe because they aren't doing it yet. You know, maybe because uh, the electric companies are saying, "Well, the government's doing it, so we're, we're not going to do it." But maybe that's why. Well, the, the government is already using taxpayer dollars to subsidize electric cars. I don't care about electric cars. You want an electric car, you could have one. Yeah. But why should I pay for somebody yeah. somebody else's car that they want to buy? You want the car. I don't care what the price is. You have to pay for it. That's right. This is, this is ridiculous. It sure is. I just wish more people would put that together, that, that gasoline companies profit. That's why they build gas stations. Electric companies are going to profit from these electric charging things. Let them go out there and build it. That's right. John, have a good weekend. You too. Thanks for the call, Jerry. <sighs> Boy, you, 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 could, you can talk about this stuff for hours. <laughs> Joe Yakovich warming up in the Talk With a Purpose bullpen, and he is raring to go. Let me tell you. 
<laughs> he's been kind of quiet today. I guess he's saving it for when he gets on the air. <laughs> it's Talk With a Purpose every Saturday, 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Joe Yakovich, are we having a problem with banks? Well, he's going to tell us that, whether we are or not. I, I don't know. It's another thing we don't know. Uh, hour number two in the books, hour number three with Joe Yakovich and our finances discussing everything and anything. In between, we'll, we'll talk about it. I'm John DeMassey. Don't go away. Hour number three on the way. FM and 1450 AM WPTG Atlantic City WENJHD3 Millville a Town Square Media Station WPG Talk Radio 95.5 presents Talk with a Purpose. Join the conversation by calling 609-407-1450. Now the host of Talk with a Purpose, John DeMassey. Hour number three, Talk with a Purpose, every Saturday, 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. I'm John DeMassey, as the man said, and we are pleased to have with us once again, Joe Yakovich. JML Financial, his website, jmlfinancialgroup.com. His books are The Heart of Your Money and Getting Down the Mountain and my favorite tax tax planning, you know, and that tax planning thing. To, wealth beyond taxes and taxes are some of the things we'll be talking about today. And if you would like copies of one, two, or three of those books, yep. or you want them all? Just call the, call the show right now, 609-407-1450, and we will send you, Joe's office will send you copies of the books. Just give us your name and number, and Joe will call you and send you the books. That's that's simple. We had a... Uh, uh, we got a workshop, too. Oh, yeah. We got a workshop Wednesday night, yep. this Wednesday. And this is the kind of thing where, you know, Joe's here on the radio, and he can say a few things, and he can answer a couple of questions, right. but we have time constraints. Yeah. But in a seminar that you will attend on Wednesday night, you can ask him anything you want, and he can take as much time as he wants, and you can really find out what what this is all about. Wednesday night, uh, March 29th, 6.30, Stockton University, the uh, Galloway campus, uh, Social Security and Tax Planning. Sign up on their website, jmlfinancialgroup.com jmlfinancialgroup.com and you will be in on the seminar. I uh, I had one just past John Tuesday, full house. It was great. Yeah. Uh, Michael was there, Lynn was there. We got a chance to meet a bunch of people from the Galloway area. Um, you mean your staff that does everything? Everything, everything. Okay. I'm just the, uh, I'm the figurehead. <laughs> I, had to, I had to throw that in there for I know, them, you I know. know. But, they, but the people love that because they recognize, you know, you know, they're kind of sick and tired of, of going to a big firm and, and not really being hand-delivered certain things that they need to be addressing. And I'm, we're very macroeconomic. We bring in, like you, today we'll have uh, one of our accountants on the show. We have an attorneys, we have Medicare people. But the point to it, what you just said, it was just really funny because it opened up with, you know, Social Security and taxes and sequels of return. And at the end of an hour, 
and I didn't stop talking. I mean, they, they were conversing through my whole group of folks in the uh, in the audience, and a couple came from the radio show, and I stopped. And after an hour, I said, "Folks, I'm afraid to tell you. If you you have two choices here, you can leave because I promised you one hour, sixty minutes of all out blitz, or if you want to stay a little longer and or take a break." Um, you know, we can continue. And I did another 20 minutes. Not one person got up and we did another 20 minutes. And, and believe it or not, what you're ta- we're going to be talking about today, I'm sure we're going to start off with this banking dilemma in the market. But it, it was a, an hour and 20 minutes. And um, I got a, a tremendous response from it. But more importantly, people walked away and I got the response uh, because I asked for evaluations. You know, I felt like he was actually talking to me. When you get it, when you get that in a workshop and seminars, it, you know, it, it's it's different when you're talking to somebody on the phone or in, in the um, on the radio here. I, I've been listening to your show here coming in and you've had some great people that uh, ask some uh, super questions. You know, I, I don't want to go into the weeds and, and I understand what they're saying, but you're right, you know, uh, we are no longer traditionalized how we plan like we did 25, 30 years ago. Now you have other issues, the social media concerns of all of us, the political concerns, the monetary, and you have an issue that really disturbs me. You have world issues, which we never really kind of did as much as we have and see today of all the fighting we have going on all over the world, but also in fighting with our own country. So it's very disturbing of trying to share with people with interest rates and volatility and inflation, how to put this together to be able to help them be in a position for them not to get hurt. That's the real tricky part. And, you know, the traditional cookie cutter ways that I've seen for close to 40 years, and I've been doing it for close to 40 years from working with some of the biggest uh, financial planning firms uh, on the street, I see the same thing over and over again where I, I see things. I go, oh, look at the recovery here. How long it's going to take you to get back to what you lost? So, but... um it, it the, the the workshop was really really good and I really lo- enjoyed it and the people I had there were were super and I'm looking forward for uh, Wednesday to have the same thing okay, happen. So, so another <clears throat> another one Wednesday night six thirty Stockton University, uh, Joe Yakovich and staff will be there and if you would like to attend just go to the website jmlfinancialgroup.com jmlfinancialgroup.com is the website and uh, you can register there it's very simple all right 609-407-1450 if you have a question for joe yakovich in this hour 609-407-1450 i gotta ask you are the banks in general in trouble you know i've been watching you before i got out of my car and I and I heard the noise. I don't know if Chris heard it because my ears are maybe not that good or better than Chris's. I felt that you were sharpening your fangs on that question. <laughs> I felt the vibration that you could not wait. The veins in your forehead, the fangs came out. The nails started to grow right in front of me and you were dying to ask me that question. And that's a tough question, but let me share with you what we're dealing with today. Um, you know, banks are, are very much mismanaged, John, and they mismanaged billions of dollars that invested. Now, I, I would say, and I've been saying this for a long time, John, this is, so I'm setting this up so you don't think I'm just elongating this, yeah. this answer. Okay. I was at the Chamber of Commerce and I was talking to some folks there about a month ago and a, a gentleman walked up to us and it just so happened they were their friends 
and he was a banker. So I said to him right off the get-go, as soon as he walked up, how's the derivatives you know, that you're holding in your bank? And I kid you not, his blood drained from his face because he knew that the banks were very much exposed, which I'm going to share with everyone, on what they invested in and how they were returning capital. Or, or See, banks are not supposed to have all this growth. Because of what they do. But because the government shot up the Fed, shot up the this interest rate to suppress as much as they could inflation, it was their fault from the beginning because of the simple reason they're the hens that are guarding the hen house. That's not supposed to happen. You're not supposed to have the Fed in bed with the banking people because there's regulatory issues you're dealing with. And people don't understand this, but we have an issue here, and and we need to fix it. Congress needs to come in and really, really look at this because there's too much of the bailouts that are going on. You know, SVB, which is the Silicon Valley Bank, was 100% Wall Street, and it was the billionaires, that their playground. And you need to understand how the banks work. You realize they're different than insurance companies, John. A bank can take in a $100 and they can lend out that same dollar, 95 cents of that dollar. They don't have to hold that much on reserve because they have their big brother behind them, the Fed, that will pull them out if by chance they go in the toilet. And that's the opposite of insurance companies, right? Correct. The, the, the insurance companies have to have close to 100%. So when you're talking about where do you have your money and you say at the bank at a CD of getting no percent, they're lending it out and making a buku bucks on the, the how they lend the money out through credit cards, car loans, yes. home mortgages, et cetera, et cetera. So understand how the banks make this transaction work to their favor. But they've got to a point because we were so suppressed with interest rates and companies were borrowing their money because they were getting cheap money. And instead of putting it back into the company that they own, big companies, they were basically buying their own stock back. So you had a a market that went straight up. People don't seem to get that. Now, because they did what they did, they had, because of inflation, they had to start to increase this this interest rate. Now, as interest rates increase, people are still getting next to zero percent with a money market fund. And, and that's why you're now starting to see issues with runs on bank. Now, understand something. SVB, the case, the run on bank was so large and so fast and so well coordinated by a small number of people. I have a list, John, and this is what's shocking. And I knew you were going to ask this, so I was kind of prepared for you today a little bit. Because okay. I knew the first question, <laughs> you were going to smack me right in the head with a bat, not with your hand. But let me give you some facts, John, so you kind of understand. Pensions lose millions of dollars because of this bank collapse. Let me give you what happened. Silicon Valley Bank cause pension funds around the world, not just locally, and this is what's going to blow you away. The California Public Employees Retirement Fund had 67, ready, million dollars invested in SVB. You had employees retirement of Rhode Island have 2.6 million and also signature to other banks at risk of collapsing. Colorado Public, state Teachers Retirement System of Ohio, 
27.2 million. Arizona, and the last two really shocked me when I saw this. It said, you ready? The Korean National Pension Plan owns some 100,000 shares, which is not a big number, but the value is 23.2 million and Sweden's largest pension fund. So you had all these entities doing that. Now you understand what's happening here. There was no regulation, John. They, these folks inside, they had a almost cornered the market on what they were lending that money to, startups and technology. Bank regulators are supposed to regulate that situation with the banks. But they weren't. They were not. They were in bed with the Fed in terms of doing that because there was some type of, you know, little kickback on billions of dollars because of the lobbyist situation. Think about what's happening here. We, as a country, should, and I'm telling you, Congress, should fire... Fire all the banking supervisors and regulators, and the FDIC should get that job. It's a separate entity. And if you're able to do that, Congress should definitely restructure the banking supervision of our banks because a lot of the banks out there are doing exactly the same thing. And I'm telling you, it could be very quick to have a run on bank because people are moving their money out because they're afraid they might not have, and plus the returns they're getting are very low. Now, what does that do with Advisory? Well, you understand it causes inflation, and inflation is not going away. And we are looking at, I'm afraid to tell me, we talked about this, John, for a bit. The recession number is in face with us. It takes a little longer. We've talked about this, if you remember inflation, but now it's starting to slap us in the face, and that's the biggest problem that we're dealing with, with banks today. All right, so mouthful. <laughs> yeah. The question becomes. Is this indicative of other banks? Are other banks doing this? Are other banks going to fail? Do you feel as though this is a trend or is it just this one or two banks? I I believe that there's a lot of insolvency with the banking system. I, I want to say that because you have a backup. Think about it. It's like Brock Lesnar going into a bar. He really there's not too much he has to worry about. If the guy bumps him, okay, he's not going to have to step on him. Just move away. <laughs> and you have the big banks that want that business because people are, are getting nervous. That's what you're concerned with, the nervousness of the banking system. And we do have a lot of banks, and people can recognize and pull the information from you know, the balance sheets, there's a lot of insolvency because they're in bed with the Fed and the banking regulators should be separate because they're in cahoots with each other. And at the end, the big CEOs of some of these banks are on the board of the Federal Reserve. It's, it's really ironic on how these so closely are in bed with each other and they should be separate. Completely, you know, if a bank goes under, let it go under. But and the reason why this happened with SVB because of the situation was they cornered the market and only had that sector. And what happened when that sector went down, they were exposed because now they said, "I need money to pay my payroll, and I'm not making any money." But don't forget what was happening: the Fed was giving them free money. You understand there's a ripple yeah, effect here. Yeah. And and because the Fed did this, that's why they're doing everything in their power to try to make this not go on runs with the banking system. But there's a lot of banks that have exposure that should not be. One thing you need to understand, John, in the banking world, 
their tier one investment, their most safest investment, believe it or not, you'll love this, is insurance contracts and insurance companies <laughs> because of the, of the solvency yeah. of the company itself. Yeah. Okay, we're going to go to the phones. George is in AC. George, good morning. You're on Talk With a Purpose. You're on with Joe Yakovich. Hey, George. And I'm, good morning. And, I, and I'm on with a, what I would refer to as a financial expert, which is which is thankful for me because I don't have too much financial expertise. So thank you, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, what troubles me with this entire banking thing, all right, mm-hmm. it, well, there are so many things that trouble me with it. And uh, you're bringing some of it to light. One of the things is, the insurance, the FDIC insurance. Correct. Okay. If the bottom line is that it's, you know, I remember years back it was a hundred thousand. Right. Okay. Now I believe now it's two hundred and fifty thousand. Yes, sir. Okay. So, so that's what the federal FDIC stands for. What Federal Deposit Insurance Corporation? Correct. So you're okay. insuring that so the ins- that amount of money. Okay. So under the regulations, the banking regulations, and how accounts are secured and insured by the FDIC, there's a limit. And the limit is easy to understand. It's $250,000. Okay. It's not, it's not seven and a half million if I happen to have seven and a half million in an account. No. It's not 20 million if I have 20 million in an account. Okay, the insurance that I have is limited to $250,000. Am I correct? You are absolutely correct. Okay, so the bottom line is there's no other way to look at this other than a bailout. Am I correct or am I wrong? Bailout, right? Well, (laughs) yes, because obviously they are backed up and in bed with the Fed. So any time that a bank would go under, they can't take, even like the insurance companies, no insurance companies ever went under. Even back in the day, you might have heard some things about one particular company, but it, it was not bailed out. It was taken over by another insurance company because of the, the reserves that they hold. Banks don't have to hurt, they have to have that much reserve. I think from Seeing this, they're going to be required to have more reserve. But again, it costs the bank more money to do that. There's a lot of banks that don't make any money, and the big banks do. But the little regional banks, but the the little regionals that are in you know the Ventners of the the galleries of the world, you know, big banks will not lend a small mom and pop operation or a small construction company startup or or uh, to do a project will not lend that because it's too small it's under their radar screen so the little regional banks do this but the exposure because of what just happened affects them and they also invest money these banks not prudently because they're able to because, again, they're in that regulatory issue because they're not being looked at. So some of these banks, and people don't realize this, and I, when I was at this Chamber of Commerce event, I asked the guy, what are your derivatives? And what that is is some of these banks were investing your money that you did not know offshore – with no compliance, you don't know what they were doing with it. A lot of it was venture capital, and you didn't know what was going to happen. So if that particular company would go under or default, it would be a long time before the bank would feel that you know on the chin. So banks need to be regulated much more 
prudent, and I believe that FDIC should be the go-between between that. It should be a separate entity and not, a ha- not having the Fed and the banking folks the right too close to each other. Because one, it's like, like I said earlier, it's like the hen <laughs> watching a hen out. That's not, or the fox, you know, watching a hen out. That's not supposed to happen. And we're going to have more problems because the banks are not making enough money because of loaning. So they take the money and invest it with no prudency. That's the issue. And that's what's happening with SVB. Okay, okay now with, with all of that. Real quickly, and I don't want to take too much of your time, but this is very critical, okay? Now, with that being said, and I know that this is a family show, so I'm not going to say anything that's, you know, (laughs) all color here, okay? No, I'm being honest. Thank you. I I can go... I, 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 I can go off color real, real fast. Okay? So I got to be, I, I got to be real careful. Okay, when when you say the Fed, Fed, we're talking about the Federal Reserve, obviously, correct? Right? Okay, and when you say that they're too close regarding the regulatory, okay, and I say the Fed is in bed, bed, B E D, bed, right? Okay, right, and so who gets? Who gets screwed, okay? We, the public guys. You got it. Right? That's now, exactly bottom, it. But, but, okay, the bottom line here is, now there's also another bank right nearby here. And here, you know, I love Linda Napsikin so much. She's such a great person. I mean, I don't mean to upset you, Linda, okay? But now, <laughs> we got a local bank involved here, too, right? Right. Okay? And the local bank is really not all that local. It's Republic Bank. Am I correct? Correct. Am I right? Exactly. Republic. And, and Linda, Linda, who is controlling... And maybe Joe Yakovitz will tell us. The Republic Bank. Who's the biggest controller of the Republic Bank? Joe, do you want to tell the public? I'll tell them if you don't, right? Who you, is it? You can tell them. You can tell George Norcross. Did you hear that, Linda? George Norcross, okay, whose brother is a congressman in Washington. All right, the bottom line is that while they are all in bed with each other, we, the public, are the ones that are getting screwed while they're in bed, okay? And the problem is more than people realize. It's huge. It's a huge banking problem. And now the big banks want to gobble up all the little banks, okay, and leave us like with four monsters, and there go all the community banks, which is probably the most important thing. They make up 70% of lending in the country, believe it or not, George. Okay, so now the bottom line is is that we better get them out of bed with each other some way or another because we're getting screwed. Have yeah. a great day. Yeah. George, thanks a lot for the call. Thank you, George. It's Talk With a Purpose, Saturdays 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Joe Yakovich is here. We'll have more of this lively discussion. See, now you're, you you're really, really started off. You, like, <laughs> you don't give me you no, go, you don't give me came no on today. He didn't give me no underhand softball pitch, did he? Chris, <laughs> I mean. <laughs> we have uh, <laughs> Joe Yakovich is here. JML Financial is his company. JMLFinancialGroup.com is his website. And we'll talk more about the seminar and the banks and uh, we have a guest bill bradley he is a cpa and he's uh, going to come on and yes. talk a little bit of tax stuff yep. and uh, we'll talk to john too in ocean city after these words joe yakovich is registered with and securities and investment advisory services are offered through brokers international financial services llc member sipc brokers international financial services llc is not an affiliated company 
When it comes to you and your family's financial wellness, there are so many things to talk about. We could go on forever. To help guide you along the way, Joe Yakovich has written a book called The Heart of Your Money, Inspiration for Financial Wellness. In the book, Joe talks about longevity, inflation, retirement surprises, and many other topics. For your free copy of The Heart of Your Money, call the office of Joe Yakovich at JML Financial at 856-751-1771 or email Joe at jayakovich at brokersifs.com. For over 37 years, Joe Yakovich has been helping families throughout the area navigate the difficulties of a sound financial plan. You'll find Joe's approach to be different and not just the cookie cutter methods that are prevalent in today's world. The path to your financial wellness spend or retirement starts with a call to Joe Yakovich at JML Financial Group. 856-751-1771. 856-751-1771. Or email Joe at jayakovich at brokersifs.com. Back here on Talk with a Purpose, Joe Yakovich, 856-751-1771 is his number during the week. 856-751-1771. If you want to contact him and you want to speak to him about any of the issues that we're talking about here on the radio, 856-751-1771. His website, jmlfinancialgroup.com jmlfinancialgroup.com that's where you go if you want to sign up for the next seminar right. that Joe is having Wednesday night March the 29th at Stockton University 6:30 social security and taxes in retirement Sign up now on the website. It's a very informative seminar, and you'll learn a lot. Great place, too, John. I, yeah. mean, I don't know if you've been there lately, yeah, but I have. it's yeah. magnificent. Yeah, it I mean, the yeah. room I'm in, it's just really, well, we have signs directing you from the parking lot, but um, it's it's a great environment, it, and if people want to come you know, a little bit before, there's a little uh, coffee shop, Starbucks right there. I mean, so it really is conducive to what we're trying to accomplish, but uh, we had a great group of folks from the area. And uh, we look forward to, uh, for Wednesday also. Okay. Let's talk to John in Ocean City. John, good morning. You're on with Joe Yakovich. Good morning, John. John, to go to sleep, did he? Johnny? Oh, hey, hello, jo- can you hear me? Yeah. I can hear you now, John. I thought you. you went to sleep there, buddy. Oh, my gosh. It was on mute. This weird. This phone's weird. <laughs> well, the last car just threw a curveball. Why should I be any different? But, uh, <laughs> yeah, this is incendiary Saturday, man. Incendiary. The, the American Revolution 2.0 is going to start a little uh, talk show uh, in Atlantic, Atlantic County. Yeah. Uh, up to the rebels, down the British. But I want to make a statement, and I want to ask a question. Now, in 1952, Alan Greenspan had said, before, long before he was chairman of the Fed, he said it was deliberate. Deliberate manipulation of currency, that's what's called the uh, the Great Depression. Now, all this stuff is being called from behind the scenes. We all know this, but we it's almost like being a mouse at a snake aquarium, you know? You know, you're, you're squeaking for your life while the snake's uh, swallowing you. <laughs> so anyway, I was to ask you... Um, uh, getting rid of the Fed and then replacing it with a fourth branch. We have a fourth branch. We have the executive, legislative, judicial, and have an exec- have a financial branch of government do an amendment to the Constitution and get the hell rid of the Fed. What do you think of that, sir? That's a great. Uh, that you know what I I, I think about that, John, uh, in my business. But you need still. Uh, it, 
you see what the Fed does is, you know, you know, it controls the banking situation on trying to balance that. And a, and what you also mentioned monetarily system, the best that they can. Unfortunately, they have um, uh, overstepped their boundaries, I believe. And what you're saying is very true. They, that could happen and it should happen. But the Congress has to step in and change the rules on how they regulate. And that, I, to me, that would be much easier than doing getting rid of the Fed. I think it would be replaced with a neutral party. I think that would be more transitional for either the new president coming in or presidents thereafter. Um, but again, it, it is a, um, this is a big ship to turn around and we have been in bed this way for so, so long in the banking world and, and the, and the government and the lobbyists out there. It, it's almost impossible, um, to be able to stop this other than make some minor changes. And I think this particular change of having the FDIC and if, and, and what I see would make the most amount of sense to have someone come in, you know, to neutralize the banking system the way it's supposed to be structured. And, you know, getting rid of the Fed, I don't know if I all believe in that, but I also have to believe what's been happening is also completely wrong. So answering your question, they need to have a middle person to be able to uh, be more interested in the system that we're dealing with it for the the public versus the banking world and the government. That that should be a, a separation. Okay, John, thanks for the thanks, call. Thanks, John. Bill Bradley is with us. And, Bill, uh, you've heard Joe mention that he has a team, and Bill is the CPA yep. of the team. On the team, yep. And he is with us this morning. He's going to spend a few minutes because he's probably st- stopping his tax return that he's doing, that he's yes. working on now. Yes. So so he can take a break. <laughs> Bill, good morning. Good Welcome morning, to Bill. Talk, talk with the Purpose Show. Good morning. Show. Good morning. Uh, you, you tired of doing tax returns? <laughs> I don't know if this is a break, John, but I'll do what I can. Okay. Um, any any tax law changes taking place on uh, passive income this year? Yeah, moving forward, uh, basically most, it's called a net investment income tax, which is kind of like a 3.8%. And that's really for investment, investment income. Uh, right now, S-Corps, LLCs are not... It's not applicable, but if Biden has a law that he's trying to pass where all that will be subject to tax. So basically, you know, Marathon joined $400,000. You have an S-Corp with things like that. That would be taxed. So it could be a, uh, especially the S-Corps could be a big, a big moneymaker for them, but I don't think it, it's not fair. But that's, that's the big issue is that net investment income tax. You mean, you mean Biden is trying to tax again? Correct. He, he's got to tax they're something. Going their, they, yeah. Well, they're, they, you know, they're going after the four hundred thousand people. Yeah. And I think yeah. Um, it's it's you know it's what it is. I mean, basically, you know, you just have to plan for it if it if it does come through. Uh, Bill, I have a question because we started off with the um, the tax conversation. It just seems like you know you being our expert on our team, and I'm. I'm, I'm far from being an expert, but it's always tax conversation that come up either pre or post or during. Uh, from that point of view, um, and you know this as well as I do, Bill, uh, beginning, what, in two years, we're going to have a new tax law changes uh, for 2023. 
Uh, give me your thoughts on that and what we, you know, myself, you, your client should be doing before this uh, 12 31 25 comes rolling around. Yeah, I think we got basically do what we can. I mean, basically, you're going to have, you know, uh, you're just going to have to look at the, the fact that there's more, there's going to be more IRS agents. Uh, I talked to a colleague the other day, they're training them down in Atlanta right now. Um, you know, I, I think the biggest thing is, uh, it's funny, I had a client in this morning where a lot of people are owing this year, or they're not getting refunds like they used to. And it's all because it's electronic. The, you know, the Form W-4, which I can't even figure out, let alone a layperson, is basically, and nobody looks at their paychecks anymore. So, you know, my big issue for next year is look at your withholding. I mean, you need to be careful. If, it, if it's not 15 or 20%, you can owe money. And I think people, you know, they never look at it, and then they, then they blame me at the end of the year where they owe money. Um, I blame you too, Bill. Bill, you're a perfect person. I blame you for everything too. So you're my scapegoat. But no, I'm just kidding. Um, Well, uh, you know, I'm a negative profession. I'm I'm the doctor, the (laughs) rabbi, the priest, the psychiatrist. But But if I I make a mistake, it's the end of the world. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I mean, and honestly, with the IRS agents too, I think you're going to see. You know, it's going to be difficult. I mean, there's going to be more exposure, and I think, uh, you know, it's just going to be difficult, I mean, moving forward. So, Bill, what what we're looking at, and you and I talked about this, and and, and for you to hear it from you, it would be great. So when you find more and more clients converting to from IRAs to Roth IRAs, at this point, because of that, what you mentioned two years from now, it all resorts back to pre-Trump tax cuts, are you seeing more of that or are you having those type of conversations with your clients? Oh, all the time because, you know, the old adage when I first started 30 years ago was put money away, put money away, it's going to be a lower tax bracket when when you retire. Well, uh, that's not the case and come 25, that's going to be a problem. So, yeah, I always discuss Ross. The only concern with Ross, you know, with the elderly is you got modified adjusted gross income. A lot of them, you know, these Medicare premiums are a big issue. Uh, right. So if you, you know, if you get over the, you know, a tax exempt, there's all sorts of, uh, you know, numbers that go into that analysis. And, you know, for a woman who's got some net worth, but uh, $300 more a month in Medicare is a lot of money. So, I mean, these Roths are great ideas, but you need to be careful. You know, you need to. You know, do 30 instead of 50. or You know, you really got to plan with the Magi. It's very, very concerning. Uh, and, 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 Bill, that's a great, great lead-in because a lot of folks, they'll talk, advisors, and I do, you and I talk quite a bit, you know, that transformation right. of conversion, no one's ever came up with or thought about, oh, by the way, for one year, your Medicare premium is going to go up because you're putting the money and you're making that transfer. They seem to forget right. that conversation. Right. It's like, oh, and that's, yeah, they, and if you think about it, that's inclusive of more money you have to pay out of your pocket. It's a big deal. It's a big deal for the elderly. You know, they're strapped or, you know, on certain budgets and they got another $3 a month. That's a lot of money. Yeah, so I always... It's a great idea, and, you know, and I'm all for it, but, you know, because of the theory, in fact, you get all, all that appreciation tax-free, but you have to be careful. I mean, it's a, there's, there's always two sides to the coin, right? 
Yes, there is. Uh, okay, we are coming up on a break. It's Talk With a Purpose, Saturdays 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. I'm John DeMassey with Joe Yakovich and Bill Bennett, or Bill Bradley. <laughs> Bill Bennett. <laughs> Who is he? He's Bill Bradley. He's That's his alias. President, John. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Bill Bradley, he's, uh, he's our CPA, and he is here with us with Joe, and he's talking taxes. And... Uh, we're going to talk more taxes when get and back, more stuff with, uh, with Bill and Joe after these words. If you're interested in driving one of the finest automobiles on the market today, then you'll want to check out all of the fabulous new and pre-owned Lexus at Lexus of Atlantic City. Lexus of Atlantic City, 3169 Fire Road and EHT. Driving a Lexus is like no other vehicle on the market. Test drive one for yourself at Lexus of Atlantic City. Whether it's new or pre-owned, you'll be more than satisfied. In fact, Lexus is consistently number one when it comes to customer satisfaction. Visit Lexus of Atlantic City, 3169 Fire Road and EHT. Or you can check out their outstanding selection of new, pre-owned, and L-certified pre-owned vehicles on their website, LexusofAtlanticCity.com. That's LexusofAtlanticCity.com. Or, if you want more information, call 609-641-0008. Lexus of Atlantic City, now celebrating their 26th year in the area. A dealership that you'll enjoy. No pressure, no gimmicks, no hassle, no hype. Lexus of Atlantic City, 3169 Fire Road and EHT. And remember, always online at LexusofAtlanticCity.com. Are you confused about when to take Social Security? Are you concerned about paying high taxes in retirement? Are you tired of losing money? Don't you wish you could be protected from the ups and downs of today's economy? You can by attending a free workshop given by Joe Yakovich of JML Financial Group. You've heard Joe on the radio for many years, and now you can hear him in person discuss his strategies for protecting your money and keeping it where you don't lose. The workshop will be held at Stockton University on Wednesday, March 29th at 630. Learn how Joe Yakovich and his team can help you sleep better at night by not worrying about your nest egg. You'll also receive a complimentary Social Security planning guide. That's Joe Yakovich and JML Financial Group's workshop Wednesday, March 29th at 6.30 at Stockton University. To register, call 856-751-1771, 856-751-1771, or jmlfinancialgroup.com. Your WPG Talk Radio 95.5 AccuWeather forecast for South Jersey. For this afternoon, breezy with periods of rain, the high 61. A couple of showers, even a thunder boomer this evening, then mostly cloudy, breezy, and mild. Could bring some damage, low 50. For tomorrow, sunny and breezy, a real nice end to the weekend with a high 67. Monday, when you get back at it, sun followed by clouds, shower in the afternoon, the high 58. I'm AccuWeather's Ruth O'Brien on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Back here on Talk With a Purpose, our guest Joe Yakovich and Bill Bradley, CPA. We're talking to him about taxes, being that it is tax season. 609-407-1450 is our number here in the studio. 609-407-1450. We have uh, one more question for Bill, and I think it's an important one. Uh, what can you share with us, Bill, that can help people minimize their tax burdens? I think the, the biggest thing is, and believe it or not, is more or less, you just have to plan. I mean, it, as Joe would tell you, there's, a lot, there's not a lot more, any loopholes out there anymore. It's all thresholds, there's uh, floors where you, you, know, you make one, 250, you can't deduct, things like that. So, like with the only, you need to plan. Those Roth IRAs are a big deal, so it's planning. And I think 
The other thing for me is I see a lot of small business and really their accounting records are never up to date. I mean, how can you plan? How can you budget? How can you estimate? How can you even, you know, go forward if you're behind? So, I mean, I see a lot of, you know, bookkeeping, a lot of stuff that needs to be caught up. I mean, a lot of these small guys are, it's difficult. I mean, they need to get caught up. And if you want to make some insightful financial decisions, you need current Current reports. You can't be looking at last year's tax turn. Here we are, you know, in, in April or May or even in October. So, you know, there's not much out there. It's more planning than anything else, and you just have to stay on top of it. I really think, uh, uh, you know, if you want to make sub-contributions, what's your income? I don't know yet. Well, it's, it's April 1st. Um, <laughs> so that's, that's a concern for me. Uh, you know, uh, I really see a lot of these companies, and really, you know, they're not organized at all. Uh, I'm laughing because you're describing me. <laughs> <laughs> Are you an April 1st guy, John? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I remember those guys. April 1st, maybe beyond that, you know. But, uh, <laughs> Bill, would you give out your uh, your phone number in your office and your email, too? Sure. Sure, the phone number is 610-446-2940. And the email is B-I-L, Bill at, Frank, Frank, Bill, that's F-F-B, cpa.com okay bill we uh we thank you for coming on and straightening us out as best you could <laughs> yeah i mean he's got a i mean i i'd have to say i mean from from my perspective that i've worked with many many cpas and bill and i you know when you have a you know someone like myself very uh passionate about what we do and when you have bill on my team it makes what I say to the person or, or you know, how we function together, uh, you know, it really makes it easy for the client to comprehend it uh, and understand it. And, you know, we're always together looking at what tax situation and what Bill said earlier, when you plan correctly, John, you know, when we before he meets with a client of us or we're doing, I give Bill a snapshot of the client's, you know, overview of what they own now. I give it to him and he says, okay, this is what we got to do. Does any moves? Is there anything we need to be aware of? And then he does his magic act. But when you have somebody working together with a, you know, a, a county professional like Bill Bradley and myself, and if you have an attorney that needs to be drafting some, you know, different documents, it, it is a, it is a perfect storm. It really does mean so much to the client. So thank you, Bill, for coming on today, brother. Bill, thanks for coming on. Now you can get back to your tax returns. <laughs> sure. Thanks, guys. Take care. Okay. Thanks, Bill. Thank Take care. All right. 609-407-1450. If you have a call here, uh, if you'd like to uh, call uh, to Joe Yakovich here on Talk With a Purpose. Joe, um, you know, we're, we're talking taxes and we talk banks, but let's get down to the business at hand, which is a portfolio review. Why is it important now? John, uh, that is when you tie in what Bill and I were saying in, in my opening dialogue with banks. Now you come out to, okay, Joe and Bill, how do we take what we have been saving for all these years or not have saved for all these years and the money that we have, how do we invest it prudently? Because let's face it, John, you've seen some things in your you know, many years, not only on the show, but in general, uh, you've never seen all these uncertainties. Uh, 
Right. You know, we, I mean, I could honestly say to folks, you know, we can somewhat project what's going to happen. But today, because there's so many question marks, you know, from crypto, from the banking industry, from inflation, and we've been talking about inflation until we're blue in the face. And and then, you know, now the volatility and the uncertainty and, and companies that lost 50, 60, 80 percent of their value. How long do you think that would take to make back up if you have a portfolio not diversified? Think about it. Yeah. And what we find, John, is when we're going about what we do with our clients, we sit down with them and ask them the questions, the tough questions. You know, where are we going from here? How are we going to get there? What is your income strategy? Do you have an income strategy? Who are you working with today that's offering you an income strategy? It's not about just accumulating all this wealth but now we as we in my book we got to the top of the mountain how do we get down i mean think about it and because of the uncertainty of getting up the mountain was completely different than going down and by the way i talked to the most brilliant and smartest minds that come into my office i mean really professional smart people that you know they think they know what they're doing but when you're stepping into my world of the things that i see it becomes a little bit more difficult because we're using different strategies today that were able to help us prevent us from losing money. See, my job is not for you to lose money. I'm not going to make you Gordon Gecko, my friend. I'm afraid to tell you if you're 60 or 70 years old, but I'm not going to have you lose any money. You know, that's a big concern today because of what I said earlier, sequels of return. How long will it take you to get back up? Let me give you a little math trick, John. I call even in my my class I did this and nobody knew what it was. It was forty people that had no idea. It's called the rule of seventy two. Oh, I know what this is. You know that one, yeah, right? I know it. You take seventy two as a number, but you divide it into something. So let's use seven. Seven divided into seventy two is ten. Now, when I asked the, all the people in the audience, I said, "What does that represent?" I said, "Well, that means how many years your money would double." And now everybody understood that. I said, "Now think about it this way, also." By seven, I use seven purposely, and you divide into 72, and it's 10 again. That's also how many years your money will be cut in half. Whoa. So you're, if you're living on, you know, 3,000 a month, and you're 65 or 70, and now you're 80, that 3,000 is only purchasing seven or 1,500 of goods and services. What does that look like? Yeah. And now the talk, just to let you know, the talk is because of the Social Security situation, they and they they should fix that very easily. But if they don't, they're talking about cutting Social Security back by 25% and lengthening it, the full Social Security, to age 70. So there's a lot of, you know, moving parts that people need to be aware of. And what we try to do is lay it out for them. They say, okay, what do you think? And let's put ourselves in positions, being a plan, so that never happens. Does that make sense? And that's, and it really doesn't, it comes down to a conversation, John, with the client or the prospect. You know, if they, if they have something, if I think there's a red flag, I'm going to ask permission. You know what? If I see a red flag, I'm going to make it up a point sure, out to you. Sure. But a lot of people don't know it because you heard what they said before with even Bill. They don't open up their statements. They don't do planning. They don't do any of this. They let it, you know, the 11th hour and they start, oh, I think I need to get your tax return. What do you need? What else do you need? Kind of thing, you know, and that's unfortunate. We plan with clients pretty much throughout the year. 
for our clients. And it's automatic. It, you know, we put it together, and it, it's pretty streamlined. You know, you know what I think? Bill sure. was talking earlier about, you know, your deductions and your... But today, you don't even see a paycheck. It's automatically deposited. Correct. So, I mean, how do you... Well, if you think about it, John, what we try to do when we sit down for folks, we make sure, number one, your portfolio is aligned with your strategy and risk. That's the most important thing. You know, we want to make sure that you, what you think you have is what you really have. Because it has happened when I look at someone and I sit down, I said, are you, you're pretty conservative. I'm talking to you, but your portfolio showed me 99% of your portfolios in stocks. Or I look at them and I say, you know, you've lost so much money and, and I'll, I'll wait for it to come back. I said, it might take you, you know, 10 years yeah, for you to come forever. back. forever. Yeah. Correct. So that's the biggest concern. And you might, and you understand, with, with, I just did this yesterday with somebody, you might have to buy or sell assets to keep your desired allocations correct. Now, don't forget, if, if the market's been driven up, which we just seen over the last, you know, 12, 14 years, well, you have so much unbalance in your portfolio. Is it a time to rebalance that back into your original, you know, whatever your risk tolerance would be for yourself? Are you able to lose 50% on your portfolio? So these are the tough questions. But when I do that, John, when we reallocate, it's purposely because of their age is catching up. I mean, we're not talking about them being 30. Now they're 60. Or they're in their late 60s. You know, we, we have that, that 10 years before you start to really retire. We need to prepare them for the danger zone that could happen. It could, and, John, it happens very quickly today. You know, remember, folks, it doesn't take a long time for this thing to change. You just saw SVB. It was like, boom, and it lost, what, 90% of their, their value over in three days. So you have to think of it that way. And you have to put yourself in that position. And you... And me and Chris, we love to go to the casinos, right? But if we're making a, a score, don't you feel we should take off off the table what we came with and play with the the house's money yes. that way? And that's where we – and this is where I disconnect. Aren't you and aren't I believers of buy low – and sell high, are we not? Yes. Well, let me ask you a question. We've been doing this now at the market's high, right? Yeah. Don't you think it's a good time, perfect time to take off the profits and put them into vehicles that are guaranteed and yes. getting a kind of a low rate of return? At least we know, guarantee-wise, what we're going to return on that capital. Yeah. There's a, or, or, or no, no, we're going to lose it all back. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what the house loves. Yeah. Just you stay there. You, we're going to get you. Stay and there. That's what's yeah. happening with the go, go market that we're in right now. Okay. We are coming up on our final break of the morning. You still have time to get in a couple of questions here. 609-407-1450. Joe Yakovich is our guest. Joe is JML Financial. His website, jmlfinancialgroup.com. And I'm your host, John DeMassey. Final thoughts on today's show with Joe Yakovich after these words. When it comes to you and your family's financial wellness, there are so many things to talk about. We could go on forever. To help guide you along the way, Joe Yakovich has written a book called The Heart of Your Money, Inspiration for Financial Wellness. In the book, Joe talks about longevity, inflation, retirement surprises, and many other topics. For your free copy of The Heart of Your Money, call the office of Joe Yakovich at JMS. 
Hormel Financial at 856-751-1771 or email Joe at jayakovich at brokersifs.com. For over 37 years, Joe Yakovich has been helping families throughout the area navigate the difficulties of a sound financial plan. You'll find Joe's approach to be different and not just the cookie-cutter methods that are prevalent in today's world. The path to your financial wellness and or retirement starts with a call to Joe Yakovich at JML Financial Group. 856-751-1771. 856-751-1771. Or email Joe at jayakovich at brokersifs.com. Joe Yakovich is registered with and security and investment advisory services are offered through Brokers International Financial Services, LLC, member SIPC. Brokers International Financial Services, LLC is not an affiliated company. Chances are you've tasted the delicious fruits and vegetables from B.F. Mazio, but didn't know it. That's because B.F. Mazio has a huge wholesale division that delivers to area restaurants, schools, hospitals, and more. If you own a restaurant or run a commercial kitchen, call B.F. Mazio's wholesale division at 609-641-6608. That's 609- 609-641-6608. And don't forget, BF Masio at 601 New Road in Northfield. Call 609-641-6608. Joe Yakovich, it helps when you turn it on, Chris. <laughs> Joe Yakovich is available during the week at 856-751-1771. 856-751-1771. Seven five one one seven seven one. That's his number in his office. If you want to contact him during the week, that's what you do. Eight five six seven five one one seven seven one. Although when you call, you won't talk to Joe. No, you know better. Yeah, yeah I mean the boss. Yeah, right. I You'll talk to the her. boss. All right. Yep. Eight five six seven five one one seven seven one. And his website jmlfinancialgroup.com. jmlfinancialgroup.com. You go on that website to sign up for his seminar happening this Wednesday, March yep. 29th at 6.30 at Stockton University. It is Social Security and Taxes in Retirement. That's what you want to do. And it's really a good seminar and it is absolutely free. And you, you go and you really learn something about finances. Yeah, we, we also added, John, you know, the, the three-stool approach. We also added sequels of return. So I'm going to actually show you couple of examples and real-time stuff on what has happened with people investing money for long term and when they invested moving you know moving the needle up but when they moved the needle down to take a distribution or exit strategy of your money how that happens and if we use the same type of interest rates and could be worse, could be better, and what that looks like for someone. So we factor that in, we factor in uh, inflation and it then on top of everything else, taxes, because Social Security, as you're well aware, is tax taxable against other provisional income. So when we add it all up, John, it is really a kind of a, a nice way of people understanding. Because I don't, you know what, some of these workshops that I've seen, and I actually attend them just to see what my, and I don't say my competition, because where I've, uh, I've started to really take really a serious different or different look at this you know what i want to give people you know an easy way to comprehend three major issues so security taxes and investment sequels of return if you're able to concentrate on those three things and fit that in a perfect plan 
you'll never run out of money with with our firm. It's impossible. So what we try to do is share that information with folks and 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 have a really an open, communicated type of uh, lecture. Speaking of that, mm-hmm. how do you identify and correct errors? <clears throat> because I've heard you say many times that people don't know what they have. Correct. When we sit down with someone, John, we immediately, and and because of the year's experience, I mean, I, the people in my business, they kind of know this. Um, you can almost look at somebody's portfolio. If you're if they're giving you all their information, they just can't give you a little bit at a time. They, if they're able to give you everything from what they have, what insurance is, what their real estate is, et cetera. And you have to start to adapt because of the fluctuating of market conditions. So if you're able to sit with someone that really looks at everything, you really can assess that conversation with that client very rapidly because they were up front with you. No different than a doctor, John. You know, you come in for a doctor's checkup. You just don't just bring your leg in and say, you just checked my leg. What happened to the rest of my body? So you really have to do an assessment of that. And when you do that... Conversations change and openness changes because I'm there purposely to make sure we find every tax loophole, if imaginable, and use that to your advantage. Because of that, we want to make sure that the client understands completely the risk they're willing to take or not take, but make sure because of the changes in interest rates and economics and political landscape may mean to you. And we need to make those adjustments with investments to remain well positioned, John, perfectly. It, it is a, an undertaking, John, because when I got in the business, it was, you know, click it and forget it. But those days are over. Yeah. You need to make some yeah. maneuvers. You need to make some rebalancing. You need to have another conversation with that individual because things are changing much more quicker today than they were when I started out close to three decades or four decades ago. So that's one of the problems we face with. And if you have questions about your portfolio, where you are, this seminar would seem to me to be the perfect time. Perfect, John. We, 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 we finished that. That's why I said, I said at the middle of the seminar, I went, I have another 20 minutes. If you folks want to stay, please do. But because the questions I was getting in the beginning, I was not expecting this many or at one time. I was like, that's kind of cool. I, I was enjoying it. But everybody in the audience were, were okay with it. But we did answer everyone's questions. And I stayed after to answer any more additional questions. But it worked out quite well. They got what they wanted. And, and I'm glad they did because they made appointments with us to come in and, and either person or do Zoom meetings. That, that will put the wraps on another edition of Talk With a Purpose. Don't forget Joe Yakovich, the seminar, this Wednesday, March 29th, 6.30, Stockton University. Go on his website, jmlfinancialgroup.com, or call his office, 856-751-1771 is the number. That's going to put the wraps on another edition of Talk With a Purpose. Thanks to Chris Coleman, our program director and producer. Thanks to Joe Yakovich for coming in, JML Financial. And thanks to you for listening, because without you, we don't have a show. That's very simple. I'm John DeMassey. Thanks again for listening. Talk to you next Saturday. Talk with a purpose. 9 to 12, WPG, Talk Radio 95.5. You take care. The preceding program was paid for and presented by John DeMassey.